Um, oh, I've one of the interns at work uh, put um, six cups of thickener into a raspberry sauce instead of cheese. <laughs> it was no six cups of thickener into a raspberry sauce instead of six tablespoons. Oh. A tablespoon is very small, <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was the thickest yeah, sauce. Our chef kept saying that if you put six cups of this thickener into the ocean, it would stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you dropped this raspberry sauce on the ground, it would bounce back up and you could catch it. <laughs> Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. This week, I'm handing off hosting duties to Cam, who has some hilarious, funny bits Get ready for that he bits, guys. wants to blow your socks off with. I actually did not prepare any bits, but we're doing... <laughs> this week, we're doing uh, Comedy Bang Bang, the TV show, which is based on the podcast hosted by Scott Arkerman on the Earwolf Network. A podcast I actually... that is a million times better than this show oh, yeah. ever it's be. Like, what'd you say? Top five, right? Uh, yeah, I'd say top five all time. Like, I not even just ranked by us, but ranked by anyone who does Yeah, like, it. people... It's the... Probably the number one comedy podcast, yeah. right? It's, all it's others like, are... It's, like, second on iTunes out of all-time podcasts or something like that. And I'd say it's... It's deserving. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. pretty good... It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seb has only ever listened to one podcast, so she might not um, know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Who's <laughs> that? Uh, well, 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 wait. Let me go around and introduce podcast. everyone with my extremely funny bits that I lined up. We have uh, Seb, otherwise known as Dick Halloran. Wow, thanks. <laughs> we got Nick, otherwise known as Tab Sodacan. <laughs> Why isn't Nick Dick? Because uh, t- I already read Dick Halloran, <laughs> and I didn't think of that until now. Dick well, Halloran is the character from The Shining. Okay, yeah. but well, Dick here, rhymes I'll, with Nick. I'll tell you why Nick's, Nick is uh, Tab, Tab Soda, Soda Can. Because that's the episode that he watched. That's Scott's ah, uh, yeah. subtitle okay. name. We got Alex, Steel Pizza Pan. <laughs> <laughs> and we got George, Scarf Knitterman. <laughs> mm. I know. I almost, I almost changed it. I was like, I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> I'll let um, it. I'll let it slide this time. I'll, I'll ride on my. Um, ice can. <laughs> I'll ride on my racism expert from last week. Oh, uh, I had a. I had an intro line ready for you last week, and then like I kept starting it, and you would talk over me. I so kept like. I like, all right, racism expert Cam. Here we are. What about Nitta Man? That could be, mm. I feel like that's. Even that's going to be in Mega Man Eleven, and Capcom's going to be like, it's a throwback. Oh man. <laughs> Yikes. Like it's, you know, from the 80s when we could say what we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw back to when people were racist. Before Cam, these as the host, you're supposed to put a tent on this circus. When no, are you going to tell you us? Guys to un- you guys need to be untented as long as possible while I get to the Wikipedia yeah. page. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm there. We could get into the weeks. Yeah, first. Oh, yeah, I mean, we don't do the intro segment. I was just getting left thing. All right, Leo, let's do the weeks. Who wants to start? You want me to start? <laughs> no, like, throw it to somebody. I was like, going to. Right. And you, you looked directly at me and went like this. All right, I'll, I'll cut it out. For our viewers, Nick is doing a... Stirring a pot that is 
uh, at a <laughs> 90 degree. Yeah, the pot that's a glued to the wall. Pot. <laughs> All right, Nick's pot stir. Why don't you start us off with your good week segment? All right, I will. So this week, I'm going to talk about something that everyone wants to hear about, Star Wars. No, not the movie that's about to come out. No, not any movie. Uh, I was, for Christmas, uh, this past year, was given uh, by my well-meaning but clueless boss a giant tome with the novelizations of the Star Wars prequels in it. Whoa! (laughs) Wow. And so this week, I I finally got around to it because I finished uh, the other book that I was reading. And um, I... I started up with The Phantom Menace, and the whole reason I didn't just return it in the first place is because they are all written by really competent sci-fi authors. Uh, Terry Brooks and R.A. Salvatore. Um, they are, like, the stuff that they've done is, like, incredible. So I thought to myself, well, if anyone can make the prequels good, it would be these guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I started reading The Phantom Menace, and I am both surprised and not surprised at how it turned out. Like, so is there a whole like book about Jar Jar? <laughs> so, yeah, three so that's chapters. the thing, right? Like, you can't if you're if you are writing this novelization of a movie, you can't cut anything. When they get yeah. to his home yeah. world, they like in parentheses in racist accents. <laughs> 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 well, uh, the the story starts. From Anakin's perspective, which is already better than the movie is, like Mm -hmm. it, it like frames it as, oh, Anakin is living a harsh life as a slave. He loses a pod race. His pod gets gets destroyed. He's like, someday I want to get off this planet, and he has the Force, but he doesn't know what it is. And that's cool. Yeah, because the movie starts. It's a metaphor for adolescence. (laughs) The movie starts in the chromiest room in the world. (laughs) The movie, the 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 shiniest C three PO walks in, and he's like, I'm not C three PO, and you're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie starts with two racist aliens negotiating po- political trade agreements mm-hmm. with Liam Neeson well, and Ewan McGregor. You're yeah. right about one thing. The negotiations were short. <laughs> <laughs> Sick prequel reference to all of our uh, all of our other fellow millennials out there. How uh, how many chapters were about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Okay, <laughs> I haven't. I've not uh, received Alex Allendorf, like this is for you. Yeah, <laughs> you, I don't even know if he listens to this. He show. is not. He does not <laughs> listen to the show. We'll tell him to listen to this show. Um, but like, so every time they add something, you can tell that they added something because, like, you know, Terry Brooks was looking at the script of the Phantom Menace. He's like, "Holy shit, I have to write this!" Like, I cannot believe I have to write this. Like. He, you can tell the disdain with which he writes every one of Jar Jar's lines because everyone afterwards is like, Obi-Wan glared at him disapprovingly. <laughs> like, after something like that. And, like, the Jedi don't like that character in the movie, but it's not like they didn't have, like, every cutaway be like, now you Jar Jar, don't touch this button. And then it's like, Jar Jar touched the button. And then it's like, Jar Jar Obi-Wan considered how... Touch the button. <laughs> Obi-Wan considered how easy it would be to kill this Jar Jar creature. <laughs> but then he rem- hand. Yeah. Wait, you said Terry Brooks wrote these? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly, right? Terry Jeez. Brooks wrote the novelization for The Phantom Menace. Like, it's incredible. He's like, like a, a respectable, prolific... Yes! <laughs> like, sci-fi and fantasy author. I feel so bad. No, well, like, the he stuff that he... Paid- fucking millions. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's already if, so poor. If somebody and said, so, if somebody like, said, well like, hmm, uh, hey, uh, we really like your work. Uh, we want you to uh, turn this script into a book. We'll give you $80 million? How's that sound? $80 million? They'll be like, yes, I'll write the novelization of Waterworld. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, you have a point, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, this book, I, I just want to say, like, I am, like, 
everything that he adds is amazing. Everything that Terry Brooks adds to the story is like, I can't believe this wasn't in the script. I can't believe this wasn't in the fucking movie. Like, just changing the perspective and making it from Anakin's perspective instead of the Jedi's perspective. Jedi already know everything about this galaxy. They already know everything about, like, how all this political trade agreement shit works. They already know how all their weapons work. But, like, yeah. They're not surprised that it's all chrome. Yeah, they're not surprised that it's all chrome. But when, like, the Jedi (laughs) arrive on Tatooine for the first time and Anakin's like, I've never been to another planet. I don't know what any of this stuff is. I've heard about what a Jedi is, but I can only guess that you're one of them. And when, and they, one of my favorite things is something I read today, which is there's a god awful line where Anakin looks at Padme and says, "Are, Are you, you an, an angel? angel? You knew the exact one, right? <laughs> so, so <laughs> there's there's an explainer afterwards where Padme goes, "A what?" And Anakin oh. explains that an angel is something different in this universe, like it's a species. Yeah, the uh, the the. Uh, pilots that used to spend some time like in one of the bars were talking about angels and that's why Anakin knows what angels are he was in a bar? <laughs> yes hey, dude. there is a part where Anakin is in a bar in this, in the this. drinking age yeah. on uh, where does he live? Tatooine yeah there's only one sand planet in the whole universe. I guess so. Except there's two and, now. Yeah, there's until two. the new ones. <laughs> I appreciate Tatooine too. Anyway, it's, it's, well, it's um, Tatooine. It's, it's, it's Tatooine, it's but Tatooine. 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 So that's like I was really just blown away by this. Um, I am really curious. To, like I, I haven't gotten to like the big ending battle scenes and all of that. Cause I, I went got through the pod race. Uh, and they're just leaving Tatooine now, and I don't know how they're going to handle the the stupidly edited climax of this story. Uh, <laughs> There's too much stuff going on. They, I mean, they tried to do a, what an episode four thing or yeah. no five six. Which one's the one with three? Uh, six has movie? three climaxes. Uh, Return of the Jedi is the one where it's like there you have something going on on the ground, you have something going on yeah, on the so that one. Star Destroyer, you have something going on in, in the Death Star, and they're all separate. All right, but before we get into a prequels conversation, oh yeah, yeah, we really well, can't. Well, this can't. episode is about the prequels. Oh yeah, I did pick the prequels as my <laughs> thing. We watched all that. That was, was a hard sell. sell. Yeah. Good. <laughs> all right, Alex. What? Uh, how many Celeste levels did you beat this week? Uh, well, all right. Since you asked, <laughs> no, it's okay. You don't have to talk about it. Um, I got to the I got to the seasides. I beat the the chapter eight uh, B side. And the seasides are the super hard levels. Right? The seasides are the super hard levels. It's just like the East Coast is hard mode because yeah. you're on the seaside. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Spikes everywhere. Right. The, <laughs> The weird thing is that they're very short. Like, they're four screens long compared to the a uh, the normal and the B-sides, which are, like, a whole level. Uh, these are, like, a couple hard challenges and then a super hard, really long screen at the end. Uh, so it's kind of easy to get to the, the last screen, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm on the last screen. But then it takes you two hours to beat that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you quit, then you got to start from the um, first screen. You you can save and quit just fine, but if you want to play another level, you'll lose your progress. Mm-hmm. So I can't just say, oh, I want to go try the Chapter 7 B-side, or C-side, uh, because I'm currently on this one. And I don't want to start from the beginning, because it's hard enough to get to the last screen that I wouldn't want to quit. So now I'm stuck on the Chapter 5 C-side, and uh, I have to do, like, five really precise jumps, and it sucks. <laughs> That's uh, the same, like, progression system that, uh, in terms of deaths and saving that Neo would use, except way worse. Yeah. Um, where it's like, okay, the only thing that will make you lose your progress is if you quit this and try another level. Yeah. But that's a game where trying another level might give you more abilities yeah. or like something that you could use to beat the level that you're stuck on. Yeah. Where in Celeste, if you're losing at a level, it's because you're bad. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not a pro game. <laughs> it's true. 
Yeah. I saw you're playing some Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I've been trying to get trying to get some more moons. Gonna get those moons. Yeah, uh, I've been going back through the first couple worlds to try and get all the moons. Now that I beat the game, they added a bunch more in every world. Yeah, and, every uh, time I turn on my Switch, it's like, new hint art. I'm like, how many of these are you going to add? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been doing all that stuff. Uh, it's fun, just like something very fun to play like before bed for like an hour or whatever. It's a really good podcast game to yeah. just put on something, or like a TV show and just like fuck around. Yeah, uh, like Comedy Bang Bang, you know. Yeah, like a bad show that you don't really yeah. want to look at. <laughs> yeah, A show I mean, that doesn't Mario value your like time at all. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've been watching some anime, a uh, bunch of shit, but... Yeah. You know, yeah, Naruto, One Piece. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> All of them no, really uh, good ones. Porto. How much time Porto. do you think he has to watch One Piece? Are you kidding me? The you show's finished only one... one Piece, right? <laughs> actually watched all of it. There's not enough time from the last week's episode to the recording of this one. If he sat down and tried to back-to-back watch every episode with of One no Piece, sleep. He, with no sleep, <laughs> no with no sleep. breaks to like get up and make a sandwich, he could not finish One Piece. <laughs> I skipped the opening and the ending. <laughs> and one third of the plot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, George. What have you been? What have you been doing? I've been. I've been a traveling man. Uh, one of my friends from Canada. He came to Connecticut. Yeah, so you so drove all the way up to Canada. Yeah, so you I picked drove him all the way up to Canada. Down. I drove. Where, where in Canada is he from? He's from Ontario. We're not Ontario. Where is it? Toronto. That's where it is. Okay. Yeah, where he lives in Toronto. Um. So he came down because his sister's having a little, a little baby child. So, you know, shout out to my Canadian friend who will not be named. Uh, no. <laughs> is he, is he wow. from this area but lives I went to high school with him. Oh, okay. I went to high school with him. So oh, he's an American friend he's like, who lives in Canada. He's Canadian friend that came to America to finish up high school. Oh, okay. Don't yeah, worry. I made sure to make sure. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so he uh, came came in and it, he didn't get into Stanford until like 2 a.m. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after telling us, yeah, let's meet at midnight in Stanford. <laughs> So uh, I get to Stanford. I pick up my friend who was also coming in from New York. He's on time though. He comes. He's, he's yeah. there at midnight. Uh, and then we just hang around Stanford because we we realize like, oh wait, okay, our friend is usually late to everything. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to wait a little bit. And we went to this bar called uh, I think it's Barcelona. Pretty oh, wow. dang <laughs> sweet. It's Sam- pretty nice. Yeah, it's pretty. I like the bars at Stanford a lot. Is it Spanish theme? Uh, I. It didn't, Vega it was didn't there. Work. Yeah, <laughs> the cage comes down. In the There's actually a ton of dead bulls. I mean, didn't know why at first. It makes sense now. Okay. Um, nah, but it was it was cool. I like the bars over there. It's like a mini less. It's I don't know. It's 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 a nice a nice town, a nice city. Um, and then I had to drive him to another friend's graduation, uh, because they're like, it's his really close friend. So I had to make sure that they were able to go, mm-hmm. and that was in Providence. So I had wow, to go from Stanford across the ends of the earth. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I went from one end of Connecticut back home. Second smallest state. What is it? What, what are we? We're, we're definitely not, like no, fourth we're, smallest. We're like fourth. fourth yeah, right. we're not like Delaware small. No, 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 fucking Delaware. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't need Come to like a, Delaware. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. If you're from Delaware, come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, we will You can't fit a person in Delaware. Yeah. When I was looking in the dictionary, it said Delaware. W H. Don't. I'm looking at the question. Don't what? 
Uh, Dylan, why are you still listening to the show? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, representatives from Delaware, please come on the show. Stop <laughs> canceling net neutrality. Yeah. Come on the show soon. Hey, uh, <laughs> it might, it might, they might have recanceled it by the time this show goes up. But uh, yeah, this right. podcast costs ten dollars a minute. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> it all Com- goes to Comcast. Comcast <laughs> called us and said they were pretty sure the vote was going to pass. We're, I'm yeah. not sure. They I'm not sure how that worked shit. out. They'll be on next. Episode. Yeah, they'll we're, be on. We're next. reviewing cell service around the country. Uh, George wanted to make it a very political episode next week. Oh. And I, like, <laughs> He picked he's up, he's of the he's of the political opinion that internet should be good, which I don't know. It seems it seems a little bit rather. Well, I I'd rather make all the money in the world. <laughs> yeah. So if I could choose all the money in the world or like People somebody sad about Reddit, like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> the scales are. Tipping. But as long as they don't take my guns, right? <laughs> your internet guns, yeah. guys, my CS:GO guns. <laughs> Like hey. gun skids. You guys need to realize that guns are what's big in America today, not the internet. Yeah. Posting restrictions it. should not be so harsh. <laughs> I really think that if you're trying to make new posting laws, let the people post. <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're taking our away con- my freedom to post. Our country <laughs> was founded on my freedom to own people. <laughs> is there? Is there? Are there like internet rednecks that are like, yeah, you can take my internet away from a cold dead hand? <laughs> I wonder if they I'll be on my doorstep and I bought internet. <laughs> yeah. They got a laptop to their hand. Send me a virus. I'll uh, malware the shot. <laughs> got my shotgun. Just ready you have a, you have a, that's, so what's that? The no cool. trespassing sign up there on their porch is the equivalent of like having a having a don't touch gamer equip sticker oh, on your on your laptop or something. You look, you're like your just your computer background is the don't tread on me. Oh, <laughs> but it's solid snake instead of like oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Tim twisted around like that though. <laughs> me He's and like, Ed Norton posted up outside my internet ready to stop all the government. Shit, I'm gonna make that, that solid snake right now. Like once I go He's like crawling on the ground. Oh, he's please. like, he's like, like yeah. he's segmented. <laughs> he's like, don't tread on me. Huh? Oh god. Don't tread on <laughs> personal freedoms. <laughs> I to bring it back. <laughs> I, I did get owned by driving a bunch. I had to drive to Providence, uh, where I forgot how long graduation ceremonies are. They're like three hours long. Uh, oh, no, that depends yeah. on. Like what your program is because yeah. mine this was, was like a smaller school half. where there's still a bunch of kids inside the yeah, smaller so school. They do so it all at once. They do it yeah. all at once. It's not like it's at UConn where like mine. I I was CLAS, so it was a long time. Yeah. Um, but that Art took was like an hour and a half. Ever and it was horrible. So we ended up leaving our friend in Providence. It, <laughs> so, <laughs> but true. our friend, yeah, I mean, our friend who lives yeah. there, brought him home. So it was all right. If you don't give uh, a shit about the graduation, just go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, get that from <laughs> yeah. the beginning. You know, you get the gist of it. Or I think we sent a friend to get him, but <laughs> <laughs> bought him an Uber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was rough. And then the, I went to Providence Place Mall for the first time. What? Really? Yeah. Well, for the first time since I was like in like sixth grade. Oh my god! And Actually, I think I haven't been there for a long time too. Oh my god. I kind of it's. I feel the same way about that place as I do about Urban Outfitters. I love it and I hate it a lot. Yeah. With a passion. Yeah. And there's Sounds a lot of escalators. Right. That's also a fun fact. Where I got, I used to have a fear of escalators when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. uh, sixth grade little kid, and I had to get over it on that field trip to Providence Place Mall because we we're going to the IMAX theater, which is up a few escalators. Yeah. You're like, uh, like, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the stairs. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah, you Let go get up that from elevator the food real quick. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's out. where I went yeah. up when I was back in the back in the Dizay. And, yeah, um, I don't think I've been there since. Oh my god, I failed both of you. I went to school in Providence. I'm there fucking all the time still. We gotta go.
Yeah, I feel like I every week I find out that you're in Providence one way or the other. It it's like, yeah. I get home, I'm like, oh, where's Cam? It's like, oh, he's in Providence. I'm like, yeah, okay. Every time like, I go to Providence, I'm like, wow, I wish I was in a real city. <laughs> it's very small. It's perfect. It Why would you small. wish you were in a real city? It's got all the same problems as a regular city. It's crime. It's way more city than New London. Like, I go into New London, I'm like, I wish this wasn't a fake city. Why is everybody wailing all over the place? So, <laughs> you, if you go to New London, if you if you take too long to find a parking spot, you're not in New London anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All right. Uh, so, Cam, did you actually do anything this week? Uh, no. So, uh, <laughs> I did not do anything this week. But all right, Sam. I have a <laughs> I have a very I have a mini mini uh, roundabout question I want to talk to because like. Is that it? Is that JoJo's reference? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the song Roundabout in that it's uh, boring and you skip it to get the next episode. Wow. Oh, got it. So, <laughs> Hot take. I meant the theme song, not the show. I mean, after 500 episodes, you're going to skip the theme song. It's not even at, like, 100. Yeah, right, but after but 500. Fuck you, Cam. <laughs> get on your... I tried to watch that. I didn't get it. After the first season. So. Yeah, all right. Well, see, they got bored of it, so they skipped to the next. Well, thing, so. no, they they like used the <laughs> first half of it for on one Instagram ED, right and then ED. the second half of it for the second ED. Okay, yeah. so you had a question for all of us. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, if this this kind of going out soon, unless something horrible happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, recently in New England, where you, yeah, in case you die or whatever. I'm, I'm not editing this. Is all. <laughs> In case you die, I'm not gonna say you are. Gonna if die, you die, but, uh, when you I die, mean, it's actually it's, it's a threat. Loving Nick Greer. <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying is R.I.P. Nick. But anyway, Rio. the Rio Nick. Uh, we had a tornado warning in Connecticut. So it was in northern whole, Connecticut. It wasn't here. Right, but the whole East Coast, like yeah. New uh, York, got owned. New Jersey, got yeah, armed. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so in. In typical, this problem doesn't affect me, but I'm going to use its theming to enjoy myself. In typical typical millennial fashion. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So, um, we're having a storm. I decided I was going to have dark and stormies. I hadn't had dark and stormies in like two years. So, the having one and having the same, you know, like brand of ginger beer and everything Mm -hmm. gave me like one of those like sense memory like flashbacks yeah. to when I was living at my grandma's while I was going to college and watching all the horror movies for October mm-hmm. so I was wondering if anyone else ever had like one of those like you taste something or smell something or hear a sound that you haven't heard in yeah. like oh my god I can't hear the smells smell it's yeah. for me it's usually taste smell they say is the strongest one mm-hmm. yeah, do you remember cool. what it was um there's a lot of smells, like a lot of perfumes. There are a lot of smells. Yeah. I do want to talk about yeah. that. That's definitely my next. <laughs> There's a large so number of them. We're gonna catalog all of them. We're gonna rank them best yeah, to yeah, last. Yeah, yeah. Best smells, uh, worst smells. But yeah, I've got a lot of smells that my my mom has, you know, used different perfumes over the years. She doesn't really use any perfumes anymore because like her, like perfume allergies have acted up recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but um. Yeah, so there's a lot of those, and then a lot for my aunt's house, like my aunt's perfumes, or my aunt used to smoke, or my aunt's just, like, general house smell. Oh, yeah, cigarette smoke is big for us, because, like, our mom, Nick and I's mom's side of the family smokes a lot. Yeah. I don't know if they all smoke the same cigarettes, but the house always smells the same. No one ever smokes anymore in my family, but my aunt used to smoke until I was, like, Mm -hmm. maybe in middle school So I, like, love the smell of cigarettes. (laughs) Like, it... I know. I I love it. it. Like, it's so good. I hate it. There's a... The big one for me is, like, 
Um, smoothies that use pomegranate set off like fight or flight responses with me <laughs> because when I was a kid and my mom was trying to figure out how to get me to behave like a normal person, one of the things that she tried was this like all natural juice stuff that she would make me drink every morning out of a tiny. You gotta remember this because we uh, always have it in the what? fridge. Um, Why would no. that make you it was called like a... Mona V, and it was oh, disgusting. Oh wow! And, I do remember that. Yeah, and. She would have me drink it every morning, and in retrospect, it wasn't like the. And this might literally be Stockholm syndrome, but like I, I think when I think back to it, I'm like, it's not that bad. But now, if somebody puts pomegranate in like anything, like in a jelly or in a smoothie or anything, and I, I drink it or, or smell it, I have like yeah, smoothie came right now. It sets off like these weird parts of my brain, like oh my god, why am I so angry right now? <laughs> <laughs> like I. Like I this this thing isn't bad. Why am I like so repulsed by the idea of drinking it? Does anybody else like, have any? Yeah, mine are way more degenerate. Like yeah. I, if I smell cheap beer anywhere, I'm immediately brought back to Alcohol being seventeen. Will absolutely do it. Oh, like, yeah. Or it's specifically oh, I'm at tens like again. <laughs> I'm just like inside of a basement, seventeen, mm-hmm. and like my best friend's throwing up, and then I'm throwing up. It's, <laughs> It's it, it always takes me back. I, it makes me think of just getting yeah drunk in like basements or drunk in yeah. like fields. They just, always say like the first drink you had that you threw up because of you never want to go yeah, back to. Pinnacle whipped is that for me? Um, anything exactly. that's like a little bit too coconut like that was whipped, but coconut type flavored things mm-hmm. that that type of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't handle it. Um, I'm lucky I've never thrown up from uh, alcohol. Wow, we'll try and make it uh, very yeah. very, very recently, no. George. I've thrown you, up enough in my life. Uh, the the thing that brought me the closest to death of my own intention was uh, George this having a bottle this, this <laughs> yeah, podcast honestly, uh, no but um, <laughs> George uh, had a bottle of green apple vodka he did not force me to drink it nobody forced me to drink it I had in fact it was encouraged that you did not drink it <laughs> I was drinking out of a shot glass with a gun as a handle mm, and recently we were at George's and George's pulled out a bottle of that exact same kind of vodka mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I'm like oh no <laughs> Nick oh, shot right. it with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, did you have one or you want to move on? Um, well, going back to alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh, Finally. Cheap, cheap gin is, is something that always, always makes me think of late college. Um, it just puts you right back in that. Lots of, lots of G&Ts, yeah. Sometimes, mm. do you ever get like an adrenaline rush if you smell a certain type of alcohol? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes cheap beer does that to me. You're like, Sometimes. let's go. Yeah, that might like be a fight or flight thing. The next. No, time. I'm yeah, more like, if I smell cheap beer, I'm like, like I'm like, I mean, yes, yes please. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. Something, there's something classy I'm about like, cheap beer. Well, actually, I no, I have a lot of memories around yeah. cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Cracking open a natty. Oh, Absolutely not. Not natties, dude. It was about keystones. That's what it was. Smooth. All right, like Seb, please, please yeah. take us off of the Keystone Light conversation. Okay. All right, Seb, uh, what do you got? My week, um, I played more Stardew Valley. I I can't stop. Like I, It's it's that I, good? It's that addicting? It's, I want to get it. It's even when I'm bored of it, I'm like, I can't stop. It's like how I used to be with World of Warcraft like, mm. in high school. I'm, like, I'm not I, sure whether that's an endorsement or not. I don't know. I mean, it's still a good game. It's a better game than World of Warcraft because I'm still like making progress fun, during yeah. the grind. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, other than that... Um, so a customer at work talked me into restoring a photo for her. Yes, uh, and there was she, like Bigfoot in the back. Yeah, big, <laughs> Bigfoot was in the like, back. Like, you know, holy was, shit, that's Jack. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the half she wanted me to recreate the other half. No, um, I've always been so here. 
She came in and she had a, like, she wanted to make a gallery wall of, um, like, old photos of her family. Like, her grandparents, her husband's grandparents. Um, Jack from The Shining. Yeah, Jack from The Shining. He was just um, in the photo. I don't, he I don't was know. was there what... the whole time. Jason Voorhees was there. Hello? <laughs> well, he's in everything. Yeah, he's in all of them. Um, but, yeah, so she had okay. one of the photos was really, like, it was made from... It was a reproduction made from the original, and the original was, like, really badly scratched up. It had, like, water spots and watermarks on it. Mm-hmm. It had and watermarks, she was like, like uh, they use it on... Yeah, yeah it said photos, talk yeah. memes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I have not star. heard that since I was, like, 14. Yeah, you that, just, that, that triggered a sense memory. That triggered a sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Me clicking out of things really fast. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so it was really, like, pretty, pretty bad, um, but, like, she, she was like, ah, oh, do you know anyone could, who could, like, restore that? Can you guys do that? I'm like, I'm sorry, we don't do that here. Um, I know, you know, a, a place that might be able to do it, and she's, she's like, oh, uh, you, do you know how to do that kind of thing? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I've done it before, you know, because, um, I did, uh, restore, um, a photo for my mom one time. This was in high school, though, when I was learning Photoshop um, in my photo class. And I, I did that for my mom for one of her pictures of my great-great-great-grandma. Your best grandma. Got it. Yeah, my, my best grandma. Well, I mean, she's that, that many greats, you yeah. must be the most best. powerful. Yeah, one. she's <laughs> the most powerful gra- grandma I've ever had. She's got um, all the stones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so she, she was like, can you do it? And I'm like, I mean, I'd have to take it home, and I'm not allowed to do that. Like, I'm not going to take somebody's art home and yeah. maybe never see them again. Like, oh, I'll well, give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like, yeah. She, like, actually, <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know she's what? Like, I'm changing my morals. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, oh, well, uh, hmm. And she, she, like, we both just kind of, like, stood there silently for a second. And you're like, she I have breaks in 15 minutes. I'll you go back. <laughs> um, but I was like, do you have a scanner at home? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, here's my email. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, so you're going to put like, you know, like Ratatouille in this picture or whatever? Yeah, I mean, how I already many, finished it. Oh, it be like that this episode was like, of Seinfeld. This, happened, this entire <laughs> thing happened yesterday and I finished it yesterday night. Oh, wow. It was a black and white photo, which is like a lot easier than restoring um, a color photo. It's only two colors. Less yeah. colors, yeah. Nice. Yeah, there, yeah there's only two colors. <laughs> but, um, so uh, she sent it to me. George is, I, George is giving me a look right now. George is yeah. loving it. <laughs> but, uh, I played this card too much. On record, George loved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I feel like I shouldn't have let that so happen. So is she paying you? No. You no. should have said, I told her yeah, not you to. Should, you should have said, like, give me $50 and I will do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I should have said that, but I was like, I'm too nice of a person. I'm like, uh, this isn't my profession. But it, it's weird of her. You guys finish last. Huh? Nice guy's finished last. It's weird of her to not offer to pay. No, she did. She was like, oh, I can email you the photo and you can, you know, give me, you know, whatever your fee would be. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, okay, well, now you've me. finished it. Now you can hold it for ransom. Probably yeah. I already sent you it can be like, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Your, your memories here. I restored it and you would not believe what no, is in this photo. The most, <laughs> by the way, here's my fee. <laughs> the, most professional voice. the most professional thing is definitely to ask for it after you've sent it. Like, by the way, that's twenty dollars. So <laughs> yeah, that's I'm taking donations. Hundred fifty dollars yeah. preferred. Send her, send her Suggested your donation. <laughs> Tell her to subscribe on Twitch. You uh, know. Uh, say say this is a free trial and it has expired. Right. Please buy Winrar. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> and then 
Whoa. Never have to have have her buy it. Yeah, I was gonna um, say she she could find a way around. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> but I think that was the only eventful thing that I did, because I like she sent it to me like almost immediately after I got home, um, and I had to like kind of like walk her through like when she was there. I was like, okay, you scan it, scan it at three hundred DPI Whoa. dots per inch. Okay, because seventy two won't print out good. It'll be pixely. And she's like. How do I do that? So I had to kind of like tell her like, mm. your, okay, and your you're like, what? on. Is your computer on? Did <laughs> you turn these, it off and then on again? Start button on Windows. <laughs> plugged in. And you're like, look, what's your address? I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she she ended up getting it to me at 200 DPI, which is like okay. I mean that's fine. It's yeah, it's a pretty low sensitivity. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, Good bar, though. People people can't see past 60 FPI. Right? Yeah, I mean... FPI. FPI. Frames cringe. Um, but yeah, like, I was kind of surprised she even got it to me at, like, 200 rather than uh, That's 72. Really cool. But we'll uh, put the photo in the show notes. Everybody can take a look. I don't want. I don't want to spread her like. No, nah, that's cool. I'll put it. In. Around. Sorry, yeah, okay, yeah. I want to check it out. We'll review uh, it in the next show. Don't worry, Seb. It's chill. We've asked. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's right. cool. Don't worry. About We've it. already yeah. been in context. It's okay. All right, so we'll be right back. We're gonna take a short break, yep. and we'll get back with comedy bing bong. Comedy bing bong. It's please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Comedy bang bang, comedy bang bang, featuring sense memory. Comedy bang bang, comedy bang bang, comedy special guest alcohol. Comedy bang bang, with your host Cam Greer and me, theme song talker Nick. Welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. Uh, tonight we're doing Comedy Bing Bong, the TV show based on a PCAST. No one's ever say it right. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, right. hilarity Bing Bang. Uh, yeah, so Comedy Bing Bang Theory, we're going to talk about... So, Bongo Bongo. <laughs> they just don't want to leave the jungle. Scott Ackerman's yeah. Jungle Beat. We're talking about. <laughs> we decided to do three specific episodes and then let each person pick an episode on their own and explore that because one of the uh, benefits of this show is that they got pretty good guests. So I wanted to see what each person gravitated towards in terms of guest or if the description had a funny bit in it that they wanted to talk about, which I think Seb honed in on. Or it was just the next episode after the one. Yeah, or if you were really lazy. <laughs> like, some only an idiot would just watch the next one. Mm, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. watch your shows in order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe on. if you wanted to, I don't know, make as few decisions as possible. Right, if you different. were too far away from your mouse, or <laughs> your, both your arms were broken. Uh, <laughs> Who's to say? You had no cr- uh, creative opinion on it. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we decided to do the pilot. Um, the first Kid Cudi episode, which is season four, episode two. Episode 21. 21. <laughs> Jesus, how are there many episodes in a, in a fucking season? Um, and uh, season five, episode one, which is the first Weird Al episode. So the thing about the show, if our listeners didn't watch any of it before, it's 
kind of like yeah, yeah. No, first of all, if you hadn't seen it on Netflix, this show was like a real pain in the ass to try and watch while it was live because it was on IFC. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was impossible. The movie channel. Yes, yeah. the independent film channel. Ooh, films. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. It shouldn't be. IFC is a sick channel. That. But it like, is? Yeah. But it being they run on movies IFC. with like no commercials. It's dope. Oh, wow. Yeah. It being on IFC, though, is why this show got so many episodes. On another network, it probably would yeah. not have received five seasons. I really think this show would have fucking thrived on Adult Swim. But, yeah. but it also wouldn't have had going. it so wouldn't have had the budget though. Because Adult Swim doesn't get any money. And IFC is like owned by a billionaire. Yeah, and there were too many women working on that and Adult <laughs> Swim hates women, so <laughs> yeah, they can't right. do that. I actually thought originally that it was an Adult Swim. It seems like I think I think part of it was I bet they pitched to Adult Swim and but Eric Andre is still going. Yeah. It's a very similar show. That they get of, like, celebrity guests. It's a fake talk show. It's semi-scripted. They'd also rather have um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Right. So, uh, Not anymore, they canceled. wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, canceled. That's true. Ended. Yeah. yeah. It ended. Like, the show ended. The creators acknowledged that it ended. It had an episode where one of the main characters died, and they had one episode after that Finally. that undoes it <laughs> and laughs at you for thinking that there was going to be any kind of finality and then ends the show for good. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so, real quickly, I want to talk about it. So, another reason we picked those three is that um, they change band leaders. So it's a fake script, semi-scripted talk show. So you have Scott Ackerman and then you have a band leader who are the constants on the show. Uh, Bob Bockerman. They're the guys. Bockerman. They're the guys that like play in like the guests. And play yeah, them they, out. yeah, like like a regular talk show has a band. Yeah. Like uh, like a late Jimmy Fallon has the roots yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's basically cheating. Honestly, having yeah. the roots as your as your like stand-in show band. I know they're making yeah. more money than they ever would doing anything else. Yeah. Not because the roots are bad, but just because that gig pays stupid sure amount, amounts yeah, of money. crazy amount of money. Because normies love talk shows. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many right now. Which is why I think a parody of a talk show works really well. Yeah. Reggie Watts, the first band leader, is actually still working for one of those talk shows right now. That's why he left this that's show. Is he because left. he got hired on James Corden's talk the late, show. Late show. Yeah, I'll say it's the worst one of the big popular ones. We picked these three episodes because they switched the band leaders out. Yep. So yep. you start with Reggie Watts. I imagine it was expected that the show would get canceled or they would just run with Reggie Watts the whole time. Did they have him until they got Kid Cudi? Yeah. Yeah. He wow, was on. Reggie Watts time. was all the way up until they got Kid Cudi. So Reggie Watts was there for three and a half seasons. Yes. And then Which Kid for Cudi this show with like 40 episode seasons or whatever the hell. Yeah. So what's it's it's absolutely insane that they switched to Kid Cudi because... Mm. No offense to Ready Watch, I do, spoilers, I do think he's the best band leader of the three. It's a huge upgrade to go from Reggie Watts to Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah. Kid Cudi has won a fucking Grammy. He's <laughs> on this shit-ass <laughs> comedy interview show. Legitimately, Kid Cudi is too good for this he show. He's too good There for are a lot show. of people that are on this show that are too good for this show. But Kid Cudi's on, like, 30 episodes? Yeah. Yeah. He's on 20. 20 on episodes? 20. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so then they go to Kid Cudi after Reggie gets hired at James Corden. Kid Cudi goes on tour with his worst album. Speed and Bullet to Heaven is the album that sucked. So he yeah. goes on tour for that album. Then he goes through some mental health stuff. He goes to rehab, I believe. Oh. He's had some problems with... Uh... Anyway, so then... Real happy you went through that. It was... <laughs> <laughs> I needed to say it. But anyway, so then they get Weird Al, which is almost again yeah. an upgrade. That's because so yeah. weird. He's a comedian yeah. and he's musical. Yeah, Weird Al is... And he's famous. Weird Al is at literally perfect for he's that role man. on the show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, and that's not to say that Reggie Watts or Kid Cudi are bad. They're both fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. I was absolutely really surprised by how well Kid Cudi does with comedic You'd bits. You'd think he'd be I so would. bad. Yeah. He's good. But, like, Al is, like, that's what he's trained for. Like, yeah. if you've seen that's UHF... thing. That's yeah, his show. Yeah. yeah, if you've seen UHF... Also, or Kid Cudi um, was, I think, trying to break out in acting a little bit at the time because mm-hmm. he was also on Empire for a little bit. But I think oh. that was after Comedy Bang Bang. So maybe... Because he had never been on the podcast. Both yeah. Weird Al and Reggie had both been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Weird Al's been on a lot of the show... And I think he was perfect to finish it out. He does a lot of episodes, too, from... He does all of season five, which is another 30 episodes or something like that. I think four's the long one. Four's, like, 50 yeah, four, like, yeah. four is an insanely long amount of episodes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so um, I wanted to do those because I wanted to, in a base thing, just to not have to talk about each individual episode, I wanted to talk about how each band leader did... Because that's something we can all wrap our heads around without having yeah, to talk about. Yeah, they're some of the only consistencies in the show, because the show will right. change format, the show will change style, the quality. show will change its fucking quality and theme song, and theme song. yeah, like, yes. it will change everything, so, like, one of the only things that you can count on is that Scott Ackerman will be there, and the band leader will be there. Yes. Okay, so I picked this as a hard sell, because, as I said last week, it's yeah, a it TV show, on, <laughs> it's bad, it's a TV show on IFC... That's a parody of talk shows that's based on a podcast that's an improv comedy podcast hosted by a guy you've never heard of. But he did write lines in Shark Tale. So you gotta give him some credit. <laughs> the thing about Scott Ackerman is that every, like, when Nick sh- Nick originally showed me the podcast, I was like, okay, it's the, one of the most popular podcasts in the world. Why is it popular? Who is Scott Ackerman? His writing credits are, like, Shark Tale. Um, the worst movie in existence. It's very bad. <laughs> Shark Tale is a fantastic Mr. Tale. Show. Okay, we'll do that later. He I was on hate. Mr. Show, which is amazing, but also a cult hit. Quick thing about uh, movies from our childhood that were bad. I saw people on Twitter harping about that. Was that movie with the robots that were like... There's uh, the it's called it's robots. Robots. Is it robots. called Robots? <laughs> yes. That movie sucked. And everyone was like... I hated oh, it. SMH, this was a gem. Can't so, believe it didn't blow up. This wasn't, oh, it this up. wasn't it was on mic, but there was one time where we were all hanging out in camp and said, what's that movie with the exorcism as a joke? <laughs> and like, it's that. It's oh, you you right just did that. Oh, for sure. Anyway, so it's based on a pod... Like, you go into his writing credits. This guy is like somehow gotten into comedy like with his foot in the door he's very talented but the stuff he's done is weird like to say the least like somehow in this is insane (laughs) like that it got picked up by. i can't believe this got picked up by network god it's definitely my top five maybe even top three shows it's like he's written for what was it it wasn't the grammys was the oscars he was the head writer for it was one big award show uh he went to emmys Maybe the Emmys. Probably he was the, the Game head... Awards, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was the head writer for uh, the award anime show. awards. Yeah. And uh, it was the award show. The anime awards? <laughs> it was the award show that everybody hated because Andy Samberg was the host, and they all did jokes like this shit that they do on yeah. this podcast. Oh, that <laughs> means it was probably show. the Independent Film and Spirit Awards. No, it was no. no that's the Nick Kroll. Uh, oh, right, John right. One. He did a big one. It was yeah. either the. I think you're right. It was the Emmys. Yeah, Nick Kroll's another dude whose face weirds me out. So it's he's, he's on the show a couple of times. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the podcast all the time until he got famous. Anyway, so um, let's real quick. So, so it's a hard sell because it's weird. <laughs> yeah, so as we go around... I think Seb should probably do the first impressions, right? Okay, yeah, let's start with Seb. But as we go around, we'll talk about 
real quick, because this is a lot to talk about, each of the three episodes we recommended, and then do... We also recommend you pick one on your own to, like, talk about, you know, why you picked it and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so, I am not a comedy person. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... Oh, 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 she had, like, a bit last time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you um, one? Yeah, um... I mean, I don't seek yeah, out comedy. True. It's not that I don't like comedy all the time. It's just, like, not really my thing. You, you don't um, enjoy laughing, yeah. I don't enjoy well, laughing. Well, you did say it's on the last episode that you didn't, you weren't sure about music, so I don't know if yeah. you're really the person to be, uh... <laughs> I'm still not sure about <laughs> we'll, we'll get that nailed down on the next episode. <laughs> so that, that's exactly why we do this show, is because people like this are exactly why we need to introduce this, like, uh, I don't know if I really want to do a comedy show. It's like, mm, comedy? Not sure about it. Still I don't know if I want to do an album. What's music? <laughs> Who really cares? Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, um, and I don't really like watching stand-up. No offense, Cam. I'm, okay. You are a funny person. <laughs> but, um, but, uh... You so, can duck on him. It's okay. Please duck on him. It's your routine sucks. And <laughs> nobody thinks it's back. funny. Um, you gotta throw it off the backboard first. It's the same <laughs> jokes. Over and over. Yeah. Uh, but, so, so I went... Right, dick fix. <laughs> I went into this, uh, with, um, low expectations. Not because it would be bad, but because... I wasn't sure that I would because be able to everything funny. else. Well, about yeah, as retaliation for you not liking your album. <laughs> but yeah. also, like we we've said, like yeah, it's really weird and it has no respect for you, the viewer, and it, at sometimes it seems like it's active contempt. Yeah, <laughs> I call it only because of its million podcast listeners. <laughs> but um, I actually enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. So my, like overall, um, I I thought that it was. Like, the, the format could be a little bit, like, jumbled sometimes. It has almost no format. Yeah. Like, you could, I think it's at the same time formulaic and completely all over the yeah, place. Yeah, there's, there's a formula to it, definitely, but sometimes they, like, get off track or they, like, switch it up too much. Yeah. Um, I noticed in the, in the first episode, um, there were way more bits. There was way more stuff going on. Like, they had, mm-hmm. like, the, the weird... Kitchen guy. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, I really quick, I want to talk about that. That is one of my favorite bits like on it. that show. And you did it for this episode. You so should funny. you should mention that. Yeah, because we, so it was good. The theming for the wine pairing or drink cocktail pairing for this episode. I thought that was funny, but th- then he was just like drunk or like <laughs> so puking good. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I like callbacks are like. They're funny. I don't know. The cocktail yeah. pairing for I this episode is a dark and stormy because the uh, Northeast Coast got owned by a tornado recently. And also, that means that uh, two or three of us tornado? have had some dark and stormies. It was tornado warnings, which yeah. in the uh, Northeast is like, there might be some wind. But, like, I'm yeah. sure but New York, like, one building got thrown into another building, so, Ew, like, we can't... This early? <laughs> no, so please, they didn't do that. Please, no. It was much better. Um, yeah, we've only had two drinks. You can't do that. Seven years too oh, soon, dude. Man. All right, we'll yeah, edit that out. We'll put it up. Shut up. No, it's kidding. But, um... <laughs> so, I think the first episode really was my least favorite out of these. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to back you up on that one. <laughs> yeah, be, because I, I feel like they hadn't found themselves yet. Oh, yeah. They like were throwing everything at the wall. Yeah, there, no there was like, the wall was show. covered. It was, yes. it was a, covered a with huge that guy's mess. piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and spit. We're like, the quick. family spit. Okay, bucket. so if you didn't watch I'm the episode, the fish. joke is that there's a sommelier on the show and that he recommends a wine pairing for you the didn't episode. Look <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> anyway, so 
So instead of recommending one wine for the episode, he recommends a wine for the opening theme, the interview segment, the theme song, and the cold open. So you're supposed to have had four glasses of wine in the first two minutes of the episode, <laughs> and the sommelier is blasted in the first <laughs> act of the show, which I found, I found really funny. The camera sometimes will cut back and forth. To show him getting progressively more and more intoxicated. Sleeping yeah. on the ground, peeing in, in the, the corner. corner. <laughs> yeah. Knocking um, stuff around on the table. <laughs> yeah, I like at first I thought he was funny and then like they kept cutting back to him and I was like, okay, can we stop? Um I also thought it was funny, one of my favorite gags I think was every time they uh, introduced Scott Ackerman. They would have his name on screen, yeah. Yeah, but it would be something subtitle. different. Yeah. It would be like a stop Taco Man yeah. or something like that. The joke of the show is that uh, his name is so like I was originally going to do for the show this podcast. I was going to do a name like that for everyone, mm-hmm. and Cam Greer. I could not think of one. Why didn't you ask me? Yeah, slam beer. Slam <laughs> beer. Slam beer was the oh, hand beer would have been yeah. fun to do. Yeah, hand beer. Yeah, you could no. do. <laughs> there are so many of the gags in this show where they replace Scott Arkman's name with something that does not make any logical sense, and so you don't have to do it every anything. time. Like uh, one. Stop Taco Man is already not <laughs> right, one right, that makes right. any sense. I have written down Settler of Catan, <laughs> which is one of the I best love that ones. bit, dude. I love that one. <laughs> so funny. Um, anyway, go on. I think uh, overall, uh, my least favorite band leader was. Like actually, Kid Cudi. Yeah. Um. Though I liked how like like they put him in there, where, where like Scott was like supposed to be like he just missed um Reggie. Reggie. Yeah, he hates him even though he's this fucking Grammy yeah, award like, winning artist. Fucking racist or whatever. I love and the then, fucking the fucking hack ass uh like cop police thing. thing yeah. yeah. Then you're flat ass in here, Ackerman. <laughs> yeah. And then uh. Yeah, Kid Cudi's just like, he's so enthusiastic and smiley. Every yeah. time they cut to him, he's yeah. like, ha ha ha, ha he's this got is the so sunflower fun. thing. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's just so nice to everybody. That's part of the joke, I think, because he's so overqualified for the show. Yeah. And Scott yeah. still hates him. Like, I have written down, I want to get through it real quick because I don't know if I get to it. He was Grammy nominated four times yeah. and won one of them. He was nominated for... Um, Grammy Best Rap Collaboration with Kanye West, All of the Whites. That's the one he won. Oh, that 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 is amazing. That's and that song yeah, that's is like so great good. Song. Maybe the best of the album. That's not a controversial opinion. I don't think it's pretty good. Um, best rap song, Day and Night. Uh, best rap solo performance, Day and Night. And uh, best rap solo performance, Make or Say, which is all in 2010. He was nominated. So he's. I think part of the joke is that he's way too good for the show, mm-hmm. and Scott hates him, and, like, he's still pretty good at comedy. I think you're right. I think he's the worst band leader, but every time... But that's, like, a that's like a not exactly... He got third a, place. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> not, that's not saying, like, third. he's bad. It's, like, saying, oh, you were not as good as these other two people who did fantastic jobs. Every, yeah, yeah. yeah. every time he's on screen, you're supposed to just be like, oh, my God, that's Kid Cudi. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like, oh, that joke is kind of... I can't yeah. believe they got Kid Cudi to climb inside of a cauldron, which is an episode we will not talk about in this, <laughs> in this one. If you 
randomly come into watching this show. Okay, if you randomly come into watching a show, you'll always be like, what the fuck? But Why are you on you... IFC? Why are you watching Netflix? Why are you yeah. randomly searching Kid But if you come in and then Kid Cudi cuts in, then you're going to be like, double to watch the fuck. show. Yeah. 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 Um, my favorite band leader was Weird Al because I feel like he, he played into the episodes mm-hmm. a lot more and a lot better. He had more of a character, I think, than Kid Cudi and um, Reggie Watts, though I only watched the one episode with each of them. Yeah, I think Kid um, Cudi doesn't really have a character. Reggie and Weird Al both have. Reggie, yeah. Reggie grows into the show a lot more, okay. especially because he's on it for three seasons. He has yeah. a lot more time to like develop a, a personality. Like some of Cam's, some of the bits that from this show that Cam has repeated to me in casual conversation are Reggie bits, and like mm-hmm. I really feel like he yeah. does a really a fantastic job on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Weird Al is just Weird Al, like Weird, he's yeah. who he is. He's funny. He, yeah. he, I think if he wasn't a songwriter, he'd be some sort of comedian actor. Like, yeah, you know I mean, he I mean? is. He will. He will do whatever. He's one of those people where it's like you can't be talented at everything, and then he, they are. Yeah. Like <laughs> like fucking John Hamm or Donald Glover, where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't be good at everything, and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, put on the show John Hamm, Donald Glover, but also <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Yeah. You can't do one thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. When John Hamm was like, uh, yeah, I I was really fantastic at Street Fighter 2. I got invited to go to a tournament, but I decided to do acting instead. I'm like, are you fucking oh, kidding me? Hell. Yeah. <laughs> you, right, you don't so get to what be handsome else Um, yeah, so th- that's like what I thought overall, and especially of the things we, like, you wanted us to watch. Yeah. Um. The episode the, that you watched was... The, the episode I picked was, um, so I, I wasn't really sure. I don't know a lot of celebrities, um, especially in terms of, like, comedy celebrities mm-hmm. or actors who aren't, like, the biggest actors in the world. Yeah. I just don't follow that kind of thing. Um, so I, I went through the descriptions. Why are all the titles like, this person what? wears this color thing? It's with... just, I feel like it's a bit they committed to, and yeah. then we're like, maybe we shouldn't have done this bit. <laughs> yeah, and I think just it works every single one. Oh, we got five seasons. <laughs> this sucks. So. <laughs> So they make a joke about that in the Kid Cudi episode that you wanted us to watch, where uh, <laughs> Scott's like, I only have three episodes till retirement, and they're saying, sorry, IFC picked us up for a fifth season, yeah. and he goes, how long can this piece of shit go on? Yeah. <laughs> I also um, love that bit of, yeah. like, of the, the cop thing. Yeah, the whole cop thing, because I love the, so I think it was, funny. I don't know what it came from, but I love like the retired cop in the middle of a shootout, damn. And I was only two weeks from retirement. <laughs> I was just about to see my daughter go. <laughs> it's, it's just like it's a cliche. Yeah, yeah. people exactly. did it for serious, and now it's a joke. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. So I picked um, there was an episode that had Scott Ackerman in the title. I was like, is he the guest? So I clicked on that, and it ended up yes, he's the guest, and they have a guest host, which is uh, Jason... Manzoukas. Yeah, Manzoukas. Oh, uh, how did it was... this get made? Um, the Dictator? Yes. Yeah. He's and... been in... He's in The Good Place. He's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's, yeah. he's, he's amazing. He's, he's a fantastic, fantastic comedic yeah. actor. He's on um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, season two. So, I thought, like, this episode was actually pretty amazing. I really loved the, like, how the host guest dynamic got flipped around Mm -hmm. and how, um, like I was like thinking that he would end up being kind of a villain and he was, Yeah, (laughs) he was trying to steal like some pirate treasure that was buried under the studio. Extremely hack premise. (laughs) Yeah. But it was (laughs) great. Like they're like, Oh, we're fighting with this ironically. It's like, 
Oh, you're you're doing this as the actual premise. Yeah, for the it was episode. actually the plot. There was a plot to this oh, talk so show sitcom. Yeah. It it does like it actually kind of feels like a sitcom because it's it does, so scripted. Yeah. Um, Characters but, will say things right into the camera, and like, so let's say, let's say that you're not on like 16 levels of millennial irony like we are. If you're like yeah. a normal person getting home from your nine to five and you watch the show, you might be like, the characters are saying everything directly into the camera, and I'm not laughing at this. And you would turn the show <laughs> off, maybe. It's just one of those things where I feel like. I don't know if I was the person in charge, like, I would have laughed at it, but I don't know if I would have said, yes, go ahead with this stupid format. Mm. (laughs) I would have said, go ahead. So what else happens on the episode? Because that's one of the ones Um, I didn't watch. Who was the, uh, do you remember who the celebrity? Oh, I guess it was Scott Ackerman. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the celebrity was Scott Ackerman. And, uh, the... Shark Tail writer. Yeah, the the quirky character was, um... A guy from Africa that Scott had been funding with his like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just to buy a coffee yeah every like week. yeah it's like the, as much money to buy a coffee every week can uh, help save the life of a child in Africa and it turned out that this guy had just like it was really just he was buying coffee with the coffee money yeah <laughs> uh, money to buy a coffee for Scott Ackerman was enough money for the African child to yeah. buy coffee yeah so he's like all grown up and he's you know in his business casual carrying a Starbucks and he's like I am so grateful to you Scott Ackerman uh, I am such a whiny money. bitch in the morning without my coffee <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like maybe one of the most and now that thing. guy is a regular on the podcast like, I'm glad so funny. I, I kind of wish hysterical. that bit went on a little bit longer the way that the other um eccentric characters did mm-hmm. uh i really liked the soul singer um what that donnie one? gary yeah would you watch the donnie gary up that's one of my i made nick watch that like <laughs> yeah. five times and he never <laughs> found it as funny as i do I think I it's one that. of the funniest bits on comedy bang bang he so, explained it a little bit for us. yeah one thing i was worried about this show this show becoming is me or all of us explaining the jokes from the episode we watched but this is a specific one so they have a soul singer who's like releasing a new album he didn't used to be popular or anything there's no reason for him to be on the show but like he's not popular anymore he's on the show and he's like oh you want to perform any of your songs and the songs he performs the first one is about how you can bring you can reuse mcdonald's cups no that wasn't the first one the first one was like that's love baby or something like that uh, and then it was reused McDonald's yeah, cups. So and the, then there's like, I've got 28 cell phone chargers yeah, for so you, the, baby. The second one is <laughs> that he he buys one soda at McDonald's. And because it's free refills, he brings the same soda cup back into McDonald's to refill. So that it's infinite soda refills for you, Sometimes baby. Sometimes it gets moldy, but I wash it out. <laughs> and then he does one about how... If you need a cell phone charger, he has 28 Boost Mobile cell phone chargers for you. <laughs> it's it's a, a bit that's not an ironic, like, uh, deconstruction of an old-timey joke, but it's just, it makes no sense. And even me trying to explain it now, it's so dumb, and it's absolutely terrible. That's why this show fits into the hard sell thing, is because there are some people who are going to look at this, and it's, it's not like they are wrong for not liking it. It's it's one of those things where you look at it and it's like, no, I have to spend three minutes explaining this joke so and why bad. I find it funny because it's it's not... Oh it doesn't work on a regular level. I love that bit so <laughs> yeah. much. 
But I was actually surprised how much I liked it, and I, I was like, wait, I can't watch more of this, because that means I like something that can't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I might same. actually, like, if I'm bored or I want some background noise, I might actually put yeah, it on again. If you're getting high or, like, you, you know, you... Yeah, high like it's ever done in my life. life. If, if, if people are staying at your house too long and you want them to leave, you could put on the show. <laughs> The but the people who would out. be at my house would be like, you guys? <laughs> I will not leave if you put the show. Yeah. I do love the show. It has the reverse effect for a camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. move in. Um, are you all set? You want to yeah, I'm good. More? I'm glad you liked so. it. I yeah. think it, I was... I was surprised. I hope somebody here hates it, but... Um, we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. We'll get I, to somebody hating it. We, have, right, we yeah. have some people that we know that are friends of the show not really friends of the show friends of us the, not friends of the <laughs> well show. let's let's not go crazy yeah right. <laughs> people we know acquaintances of us who absolutely cannot stand this show and i wanted to cam to see if he could maybe get some testimonials from them for the show oh i had i had one more thing that i forgot about i really liked the first opening and then when they started talking over it i was like that's too boring. The theme song? Yeah, the theme song. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought like he does talk over it. That's yeah, right. Kid Cudi yeah. talks over it, and Weird Al talks over it, and I wish, like, Weird they Al would just let clean. the... Yeah, yeah. I, I wish he would just let his remix play. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's one thing, is Reggie they Watts. remix the yeah. theme song. Reggie originally performed the theme song. He One thing about Reggie Watts is he improvs music, so he comes on the podcast back when it was comedy Death Ray, and really? he performs, yeah, he performs, they, Scott decides they're changing the name, they moved from a radio station to a podcast, mm-hmm. they're going to change it to Comedy Bang Bang, they need a new theme song, because it used to be Comedy Death Rate. So, Reggie comes on, and in typical, like, unprepared, completely, like, who cares, throw it at the wall fashion, they're like, alright, Reggie, perform three improv theme songs, and we'll just pick one, and that'll be our theme song for who knows how long, until we get cancelled. It's still their theme song. He performs three. They don't pick any of the three because Scott doesn't like them. And then he does one more, and that's the one they pick. They pick <laughs> yeah. this theme song for this show. I, so, and, like, they like use it. it for the TV show for the first three and a half fucking yeah. seasons of the yeah. show. And then Grammy Award-winning artist Kid Cudi remixes it. It's not as good. It's, it's, it's good. It's, and then it's he good, talks but, over it, yeah. and, they're, and they're just like, this episode, yeah. guest star... Uh, Mark Zuckerman. Yeah. And whoa, it's just, whoa. like, so, so boring. <laughs> and then, um, Weird, Al. Weird Al's, like, I in the background, I can hear the music, and I liked it mm. more than King Cudi's like remix. remix. Yeah, Weird Al, I feel like, is trying still, to, res- it's, he's doing his own thing that, where he does, of, like, it's a like musicians. a cover. Yeah, more where he's, like, yeah. oh, that's one of the things that Weird Al does that is why he's, like, insanely talented and not just a person who makes hack parodies where he replaces the word of other people's songs. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, take the instrumentation of other people's songs. He listens to it, doesn't take the notes, and he's like, all right, I wrote what I think this music is, and I want you to perform it. And it's often, like, on the dot what the music was of this other person. So he's like, oh, um, I want to parody Eminem's Lose Yourself. Well, I'm listening to the beat. Here's what I think the music is. I wrote it out. I want you to mix that for me. He doesn't just take a track from it. And I'm like... Mm -hmm. And it sounds like he did that for this theme song, where he's like, I see what Reggie Ross did on the fly as improv, I'm going to take that and I'm going to perform it the exact same way as him. music is, like, the craziest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Nick, I know you've seen the show. You recommended the podcast to me. I think I... You played me a clip from one of the podcasts once. 
and then I watched the show before mm-hmm. listening to a full app. Mm-hmm. So it's the show and the podcast are very different. Scott Ackerman is kind of playing more of a character on the show than on the podcast, but he's still playing a character. But anyway, uh, these apps revisiting it, um, the one you chose, what did you think? Um, okay, so uh, I did not watch the show for a while. I, I, wa- I listened to the podcast first, but the reason that I eventually, eventually started watching the show was because of the AV Club. Uh, the AV Club was always giving glowing reviews to this show that I had no way to watch. Like, <laughs> that I did not know, like, I'm like, how on earth am I supposed to watch this fucking show? Uh, I saw that every single episode was getting glowing reviews and the titles were all weird. And I'm like, well, fuck, when I have an option to watch the show, I should probably check it out. Because I enjoyed the podcast, but I'm like, how can they just do an improv show? And I was happy to find out that it was not mostly improv. Yeah, I'm glad it's not an improv show. Yeah. The improv is good, but I think they cut too much out of it. In the Mm -hmm. DVD deleted scenes, they show more of the improv. Basically, on the podcast, it's all improv. There's no script. But um, on the TV show, the... Uh, the celebrity, the semi-celebrity comedian guests playing characters are doing improv uh, interviews with Scott, which mm-hmm. I think shows up is a little too obvious sometimes. Yeah, I don't yeah, really I like. Yeah. yeah, it's they, it's very clear that they cut the bad parts out of the interview. Yes, which I don't like. Which is why the podcast is good because you got an hour of that interview. So the yeah. the good parts float to the top, whereas the bad parts you don't remember. Yeah, but anyway. Um, like so this show, this show <laughs> no nobody listens. So this show, I I was like, I, I I only really watched it once it got to Netflix because of course that's the same way most people. We didn't have IFC. we didn't have IFC and we had cha- we had nobody. I mean, we had a channel. We had a cable plan that gave us like a thousand channels and IFC was not one of them. Yeah. And that to me is like a well what the fuck yeah. kind of thing. Our, we had no idea how our, to... our basic ass college TV had IFC. That's, That's not like nothing else. I didn't know it existed. Yeah. I watched so many movies in college because TVC did, didn't have it. Right. Like on our on our thousand uh channel plan. This is a call out post for Thames Valley Communications. Your internet sucks. I'm on the show. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now so, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, you said your piece. <laughs> but but I really did get... Uh, I was much, much more hooked on the podcast than the show, and I went back and eventually fell in love with the show. I still didn't watch all of it, which is why this episode was a chance for me to go back and see episodes that I hadn't really seen. Like, I, I know that I dropped off of watching every episode of the show before Kid Cudi became man. I haven't even You dropped Offerman? I dropped Offerman. So the first episode I, re- I remember watching vividly, so watching that was like, a, oh, I can re-experience this again. And that was definitely like a, oh, I didn't enjoy this episode as much watching it now. And I was watching it with my girlfriend who literally rolled over and was about to go to sleep watching this episode, which is another thing of just she a person. wrote a bad was, iTunes yeah. review. Yeah, another, another person of like, okay, I literally cannot engage with the thing that you are watching right well, now. She falls asleep for a lot of things. Yeah. There well she there are a lot of things that she won't put up with but this is one of those times where I'm like I understand like I'm <laughs> laughing at this and I'm like I can see why you wouldn't enjoy it. Uh, there's a bit in the first episode that I'm sure will come up in uh, later. Well, bring it up now because yeah. we yeah. haven't even really. Yeah. talked there's about a bit in the first episode episodes. where um, uh, Zach Galifianakis, who was the guest, laughs and Scott Ackerman says, "Well, why are you laughing?" 
And he says, oh, I was just imagining if a dog could talk. And they, oh and they're trying, that, that gag dragged for like half so the episode. Good. So good, yeah, though. it absolutely, is so good. absolutely is one of the examples of both the show's strengths and its weaknesses where the sh- they, they push that gag for all it's worth. They couldn't if you're just not say, in on that bit, then yeah. you're suffering for three to four minutes. And that, that was, was me. The, yeah. <laughs> really? The dog talking I bit, I loved it. it. You can't, you can't do this. I'm going to say the same thing that I said to Sam, which is like, like, you know, it's fine to like say, "Oh well, uh, this is how I saw this." But when we're gonna say, uh, "Yeah, the thing you like actually sucks," you gotta let us say it and Please then yes. then go back on it because okay. like that right. that bit is if let's say you didn't find the initial premise, uh, a lot of comedy is rapid fire. You if the joke doesn't land, that's fine because there's another joke coming up. Uh, even another the other. Um, the other show that sort of has this format, but like very different. It's only like a basic premise is Eric Andre, like you mentioned. Mm. That is also absolutely rapid fire. They have too many ideas to fit into one episode. They don't let you breathe. In one joke, they might have switched the premise four times. Right. And this show does the opposite of that a lot of the time where it will take one joke and they're like, we're going to make you, we're going to hold your you eyes open like, like a clockwork joke. orange <laughs> yeah, and we're going to make you watch this and there's nothing you can do about it and that's part of what's funny to a lot of people but if you're, humor is very subjective. You're, if you're not one of the people who finds that dog talking bit funny, like you said, you are subjected to that. I think you're, you're, forced, you're forced to root for Zach Galifianakis <laughs> to think of a dog talking but he simply cannot do it. So he's, he's I like, thought that was hilarious because, as a person who tries to think up stories, and yeah, shit it's all relatable. The time, yeah, way. I'm like, make him do the thing, make him save the world. He's so like, visibly he struggling. Oh. He's visibly struggling, and then when he can't do it, they immediately cut him out. He's yeah, just like, like no, right, I can't do it. He can't do it. So Sorry. move on. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the. I also like the bit where uh, he's talking about, or he's explaining his laugh. Oh yeah! yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Uh-huh. I, that, I was like, "Please, can I have this over with?" <laughs> See, Alex, this is great because this is a perfect example of why the show doesn't can have like a mainstream. Not appeal. do the laughing joke or, for five minutes. Or a wide <laughs> No, no, you're doing it too much, like Regal. You're, you're, no, you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. um, I. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> leader does it. Yeah, yeah, once his name does it, Reggie and then wants. yeah, Reggie does it. He gets it like completely wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, you got it. Well, first he goes, wait, do that again, and he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he's like, yeah, that was it. That yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, that was, it is completely Stupid. wrong. It's so good. So dumb. Um, but that's a perfect example of why this show can be polarizing, is right. because it's. Not just oh, this show has weird humor. It's like this show has weird humor, and it will sometimes force you to acknowledge that the, for the minutes watcher. at a time. <laughs> How dare you seek out this show, commit your time to it, and then enjoy it? <laughs> some of the interviews yeah. with like the characters also seem to last a little bit long. Oh but yeah, I like some of them. Like with the pretzel maker. I'll talk oh yeah, about that with yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's I'll, I'll let George get. Do to you have that. any more about well, the two no. required ups before you get to um, your? your pick? I think that Kid Cudi is. He's not super strong comedically. It is sort of like a holy shit, it's Kid Cudi. Oh my god. I think that Kid Cudi's cut-ins, where he does little bits of music when they throw to him, Mm. are the best out of any host. Because he, on the fly, can come up with a... Or not on the fly, but like I'm sure they were like planned in advance. But he has the most amazing 13-second snippets of music out of anyone. Like, Weird Al, I think when he when they go to him, he's trying to be funny. He's which singing works. Yeah. 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 Which is fun. But yeah. also, like... When I hear Kid Cudi cut in from commercial, I'm like, 
That could have been song. Yeah. That could have been on the album. <laughs> yeah. Why not have a two-minute version of that? Like, yeah, exactly. So I, I do feel that. I do feel like Kid Cudi is throwing away Grammy yeah, Award-winning like, songs on the, in, on the cut back in. On the from IFC this. fake talk show with Scott <laughs> Arthur and podcast hosts. It's funny um, how much you can, you can like, feel the talent just from yeah, him yeah, goofing yeah. around. And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Reggie Watts, I feel like, is talented in a different way where, like you said, he does improv music, which is bonkers. That's nuts. nuts. Nobody can do that. Like, why can you do that? Yeah. And uh, I've seen enough of the show. Like uh, I like I said, I dropped off before Kid Cudi was the band leader, so mm-hmm. a lot of the episodes I haven't seen are ones where Kid Cudi or Weird Al are the band leader. But when Kid Cudi is on screen, or when Reggie Watts is on screen, um, like, he is... Like, if, I almost feel like he sort of grew into that role. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. he is Scott's band leader, and he does an amazing job. And I was he... talking to Nick. I feel Kid Cudi, I mean, Reggie Watts is my favorite. I think he balances comedy and music really well. Mm-hmm. I think he has the best bits in that he's, like... He's very... He's just there. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't does... want to be there. Yeah, he, he still feels like an there. outsider. Because, like, Weird Al, I de- absolutely acknowledge him as being really funny, but he's in on the joke. Yeah, and like, Re- oh my god, it's Weird Al. Or, oh my god, it's Kid Cudi. It's yeah. Like, oh, Weird, Reggie Watts. And Weird Al, like... switch to Reggie having yeah, a Reggie, super awkward what? face yeah. and doing, like, yeah. a couple noises. If you, if you, told, if you told Weird Al, like, okay, we're gonna... There's gonna be a leprechaun in this episode, and I want you to acknowledge that Scott Ackerman's gonna call it a weird name every time, he would go for it. He's mm. ready to go for it, but if you tell Reggie Watts that, he's gonna, you're gonna have to explain it to him five or six times, because he's not... Also, you have to see his coke nail. The whole yeah, time. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. <laughs> like, what? He has one long painted nail, which um, huh. is famous mm-hmm. for Carrie Fisher also having that during the filming of like episode one. I, yeah. It's it's called a coke nail because yep. he used it to scoop cocaine <laughs> onto. That is amazing. <laughs> so it's like yeah. oh, it's a it's a quirky style choice, or yeah. it's like oh, you do you do cook cocaine <laughs> <laughs> all the time well, you do like it any real celebrity um, well, why can't it be like Juan yeah. Del Rey and have like a spoon on a necklace <laughs> <laughs> so so um Kid Cudi is fantastic musically Reggie Watts does a little bit of both and Re- and uh, Weird Al is just an amazing comedic actor that I feel like could do anything mm-hmm. uh, comedically like I, I feel like Weird Al is one of those people that like I I will you tell me he's anywhere and I'll go like whatever yeah. uh, he, and as the Simpsons said he who is tired of Weird Al is tired of life. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, Alex. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. I, okay. I want to talk about the episode that I chose. Oh yeah, so Nick chose um, season four, episode twenty four, where Scott somehow got Carly Rae Jepsen at like <laughs> the semi peak of her yeah. This is like popularity. this is like her second big hit after Call Me Maybe. What was that? This is uh, she episode. had another hit after. Call I didn't yes, know she that. Did. Yeah. Um, I'm trying song. to remember it right now. I've heard a lot. Uh, of people. Can't they reference it right at the beginning of the show. It's like Maybe Call Me. No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, oh god. But this is the episode Me you used to make fun of this show. It's like, oh, yeah. you had the interview show on IFC where you got Carly Rae Jepsen as your guest. Yeah. yeah. But like, the thing is. Um, on the one of the other episodes where they get a non-comedian as a guest is they have Anna Kendrick on, and that's the one that always sticks out in my mind because um, she they like write bits for her to perform because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, you're not a comedic actor, so you're not going to react to this in a funny way, so we're going to write stuff for you, and that episode was amazing. So I'm like, really I'm, I'm going to write 
I, I want to check out another episode where someone who's not a comedian comes on. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's clear that they did not do that. They didn't write bits for Kylie Ray Jepsen. Because, like, there yes. are times when Scott will say something and she will just react to it like, oh, my God. It's like audible <laughs> groans yeah. left in the episode in that she hates the show. Yeah. So the viewer is supposed to take yeah, the place. Yeah, so they, they kept hearing yeah. my real reaction yeah. to the yeah. episode. Yeah, and it's really funny in a different way than what I was expecting, like, where you can hear Kelly Richardson go, oh, no. Or, oh, like, are we doing this? Yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, like that. really It also has one of my like favorite this. Kid Cudi jokes that I think of all the time. Where he's complaining about how a cashier, when he buys something with cash, will give him the bills first and then put the change on top of the bills. Because then you're like, oh, do I cram the whole thing in my pocket? I can't put it in my wallet anymore. So he suggests that they hand him the bills and then when he turns around and put the change in his pocket as he walks away. <laughs> like several different ridiculous yeah, situations. He has too many solutions to this And this is when I problem. worked as a cashier so every fucking day I'd be like, and here's your uh, bill and turn around and I'll put the change in the pocket. It's so dumb. Um... But one so of the why other, did you choose this episode? Uh, well, that's why I chose this episode is because it was a person who wasn't a comedian as a oh, guest, right, right, and I right. wanted to see that. if they scripted more bits for her, and they didn't. But that was still ended up funny. Mm. And the comedian fake guest on this episode is one of my favorite characters on the sh- on the podcast. Is that Paul Shear? Uh, it's Paul Shear as I'm trying to remember his name, but he's the theme park owner. It's a wacky name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the theme park owner. So and Paul Shear is from How Did This Get Made? An extreme like rivaling, almost rivaling Comedy Bang Bang in that it's more acceptable. He does a podcast with Jason Manzukis about how bad, bad movies and like sometimes they'll get someone from that podcast or from that movie or no, yeah. that's... They uh, do a lot of different stuff. Um, they Yeah, so they do favorite, bad movies. One of my favorite episodes of that show, by the way, is the Green Lantern episode. Uh, <laughs> amazing, amazing episode on such a shitty movie that hurt me <laughs> really specifically. But, a crime um, against humanity. Yeah, um, but... They talk the about how, like, he's constantly, like, <laughs> this this improv comedian is constantly joking about the more problems that his theme park has, yeah. and he's like, I came on this show to give away free tickets, and Scott Ackerman's like, uh, actually, I invited you on the show to talk about, to do a journalistic expose on all the problems that your park has on, on uh, he's like, the people. Oh, we're not going to talk about the deaths. Or the poisoning, or the rapes, and Scott's like, "Oh, I didn't know there were rapes." <laughs> <laughs> um, so funny. Uh, yeah, I I came away from this rewatching of some of the episodes and watching of new episodes with an even more positive opinion of the show from before. Like I uh, also on that that exact episode is uh, a RoboCop parody bit with uh, also okay. a Hamburglar parody. <laughs> like they, <laughs> that comedians realized is that. The movie RoboCop is called RoboCop, so the word, the, the title Robot Cop is not Taken. copyrighted, yeah. so <laughs> anyone can make something titled Robot and they, Cops. they have a subplot with three twists in it that goes nowhere and resolves itself in a way where Scott Ackerman literally murders. says, I don't care at the end. <laughs> and also, the, his RoboCop scanning to figure out whether people have a weapon always highlights the person's dick. Yeah. Which is <laughs> normal-shaped penis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Which is the, like the Eric and Andre show yeah. bit where they had the uh, the human computer that was like scanning people, <laughs> boop, boop, 
Ma'am, you have a little bit of poop in your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like taking a very computerized, like technical science fiction view of things and doing the most crass, like like, like crude dumb joke. Yeah, like like saying so you have a, a regular shaped penis is not a funny thing to say out loud. <laughs> when you have somebody with a bad, like auto-tuned voice say it while making Robocop noises, that a uh, Automatically becomes a comedy bit, like you can get away with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So um, I definitely came away with a more positive opinion of the show. I I still love it, but I also absolutely understand why. If you were watching the show and you were like, "Uh, "I hate this," you're like, "It's like, yeah, you're correct." Um, Alex, what do you think of the show? Well, speaking of hate this, (laughs) 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 Um, this was. Okay. Probably the best show you ever seen. Is it because you didn't have any anime waifus in it? No. Because the Egyptian is in it. Why Egyptian's on the show? You're not going to tell me she's not an anime waifu. She's not anime. She has the anime bangs. But she doesn't have the anime titties. You're right. You're right. right. Wait, did you say titties? Titties. Anna Kendrick has anime titties. That's true. Anyway, Alex Davis... This uh, welcome to the city podcast. This was this was okay. Later. I I think probably about like half the jokes. I was like, that's funny, <laughs> but like we mentioned, uh, a lot of these jokes go on for several minutes. They, the <laughs> show hates you, and you need to get past. So that. I'm like, all right. Is this dog going to talk or not? <laughs> Honestly, fuck him. He can't do it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm laughing just thinking about it. It's so good. It would be funny if a dog could talk. It funny. However, it's too hard to make one. It's really easy to make a cat talk. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, to make Scott Ackerman into a dog that can't talk. Some of those jokes we'll be right fucking, I was fucking <laughs> grown we'll All right. Okay. It feels like... Late Why night, didn't you say that for the break? Uh, adult swim. Yeah, I like I I like well because adult swim comedy <laughs> tends to lay on the like random comedy, which mm-hmm. I don't think this is really going for. Too yeah, much. I agree. It's not well, well. So it's random. not trying yeah. to surprise yeah. you. It's it's like trying to do exactly what you expect, and then you yes. laugh <laughs> it's at like, that. This yeah. is exactly what you thought we would do. Yeah. Isn't it funny that we did it? I I <laughs> I definitely got that vibe, and in a lot of cases, I was like, oh. They did exactly what I thought they'd do, <laughs> but I don't think it's real, real quick, I want to get to, this is, this show and the podcast is an evolution of comedy that I really enjoy because it's, you have regular, normal comedy, and then you have people doing Where there are jokes. Yeah, where there are jokes. And then you have ironic comedy, which is subversion of jokes. Which is, uh, you thought I would tell a joke. Yeah, and then so many people, like, in our, I'm gonna be really on Twitter extremely online right now. So many people are consuming comedy and, like, there's too much shit going on right now that this show feels the need to subvert your expectations and then subvert them again. It's yeah, like go extremely back to ironic comedy where it loops around to the fact that it's yeah, straightforward it's so comedy. Bad it's, it's it's good again. <laughs> Except it's not good, it's just really bad. <laughs> this show I love so much because it's it's comedy nerds making comedy because they've seen all those jokes already. So they've seen every television anymore. show. They've seen every comedy. Ironic they've seen jokes every bit. aren't funny anymore. Just make something that's dumb and <laughs> stupid. And yeah. nobody likes it. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, go go yeah. on. Um, this show sucks. I don't know because it does. <laughs> I agree. I I could get behind a couple of the jokes. Um, I I did like the the 
a very hack cop a bit that they did when they introduced Kid Cudi. Yeah, I thought that that was very. He won't very move good. offices because the view of a billboard yeah. is too hot. <laughs> this is middle aged old woman on the billboard. Um, oh my god! Very. That, I thought that bit in particular was very good. Um, I watched the uh, out of laziness, of course. I watched a season uh, season five episode two mm-hmm. after season five episode one because mm-hmm. Netflix decided to play it right. This away. is a the Lonely Island episode, which I recommended because they're on. Yeah, at least Andy Samberg is on at least three episodes, mm-hmm. and and he's funny. He's he makes top five every time. He's yeah. so good at this show. Yeah, but anyway, you were saying. Yeah, uh, so those this is Lonely Island. Um, they're. They're pretty good. I, I don't know. I I, know, I like their songs. Yeah, I, I don't love know. their songs. Yeah, yeah. They're fine. High school kids okay. loved their um, songs. <laughs> this episode, uh, Weird Al got a sex robot. Yes, uh, <laughs> one of the best plots that they're like, oh, he got a sex robot. It's gonna be a hot lady. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fucking fax <laughs> machine right. on wheels. And that fake out was, was very good. Made only better by the fact that Weird Al wasn't like, what the fuck? He was like, that's he my it. dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's again that subversion. It's like, yeah. oh, it'll be a sex robot. Yeah. Oh, no, it won't be a sex robot and we'll hate it. Oh, no, he loves that it's a yeah. fucking Yeah, so, so that's something the- that um, I wanted to talk about. This is exactly what I was saying earlier where Weird Al is absolutely ready to commit to whatever you want him yeah. to do. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. Reggie Watts or Kid Cudi, maybe you would have to go to their trailer a couple of times and say, no, you love this fax <laughs> you machine. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> but once Weird Al reads in the script, oh no, this this fax machine is actually very sexy. He's like, got it. <laughs> the Probably the, uh, simultaneously the funniest and the grossest part of that episode is where <laughs> the tongue kiss. he kisses the it's robot so and it has, it has a real tongue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this cardboard metal. fucking robot has a real human tongue that comes out of a telescoping mechanical fucking rod. And I like to believe that Weird Al actually tongue kissed <laughs> they, the real metal. The French kiss so gross. the robot. <laughs> they it had was, such like a it was the most Comfortable yes. part, but also rather good. Yes. So um, another real quick joke I want to remember from this episode is they do something and Weird Al like says something heartwarming, and then they go, "Uh oh, softy alert!" Yeah. And then there's a fucking the bomb alarm that goes very off. loud. <laughs> it's the loudest alarm in the world. And Scott's plugging his ears. Everyone in the show hates it. So and they're like, "Please Shut turn it off. the softy Shut alert off." off. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, this also has John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, hugely popular comedians. They, Nick Kroll they have, from Big Mouth. They have yeah. an incredible... John Mulaney, too. John Mulaney from Big Mouth and his amazingly popular Netflix specials. And Broadway show. Comeback yeah, Broadway show. Yeah, they do talk about Broadway a little bit. Yeah, this. so this is back when they were going on Broadway. This is the Oh Hello show where... Yeah. Nick Kroll, amazing improviser, 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 John Mulaney, amazing stand-up comedian, um, play old man characters and just fuck around for two hours and so like, like, that's something show. I could never sell to anybody but I would listen to every second of it. I've wait, still never watched their Netflix John, it's good wait oh never mind I did want to point out the 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 Alice and the <laughs> the gold alright alright so you have to yeah, explain, explain the entire yeah. thing so you know, no, explain. Com. so Scott Scott Ackerman finds a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow like you do 
And on a talk show. Yes. On the independent movie channel. Yes. <laughs> Based on a podcast. Yes. So he finds this gold. He says, wow, I found some gold. Uh, and then he gets uh, he gets assaulted by, of course, the leprechaun, right? But uh, during the episode, he calls it an owlist. It's almost like Leprechaun was like legally <laughs> yeah constricted so by he, him. He but says owlist multiple times, and then I think Weird Al says, "Why do you call it an owlist?" Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "Well, obviously, the periodic table uh, letters for gold is AU, yeah, so of right. course it's gold AU." Loving Irish shorty, yeah. so it's AU. <laughs> L-I-S. So he what? calls him an Alish, and hashtag Alish appears on the bottom of the screen. Let's take a quick pause. What were they fucking thinking? <laughs> this is a bad premise. Just It's like they were wanted to do a Leprechaun episode, but they were like, Leprechauns, that's everybody does a Leprechaun yeah. episode. Let's you have to do something Alice dumb episode. on top of that. Yeah. So All right. They were thinking so, absolutely nothing is the thing. Right. So, so they so they at first when he found the gold, they pulled the Lord of the Rings, my precious thing. Right. Which is And good. so I'm like, and okay. They, and they that's even, fine. They even reference not even just the Lord of the Rings, but the fucking Hobbit yeah. reboot. So, so I wanted yeah, to go Thor into that. This this episode is very much a period of oh, the Hobbit movies are coming out. I don't know when this episode came out, but uh-huh. I assume it was... I think the last one was yeah, coming out. Right on time. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, wow, everyone forgot about those really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I they have fucking like... the dwarf guy, like, come in as a floating face. Yeah. <laughs> so and I was like, dumb. wow, this is really a, like, a 2016 <laughs> episode, huh? Yeah. This, um, one thing I wanted to bring up about this episode, it's one of my favorite ones that I watched for this PCAST, but, like... I think George's takes the cake. The esodes for the PCAST. The esodes for the PCAST. Definitely one of my faves. <laughs> I get cut out every time you say that. <laughs> get ready for a 20 minute app, by the way. Super, super, super cut every time we say PCAST. <laughs> every time we abbreviate something that, but leave it the same amount of syllables. So I was watching Comedy BB and. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Bongity Bong Bong. Baby Bam Bam and. Uh, <laughs> Big Pebble. Ben. I was watching Pebbles and Bam Bam and. So that. Um, <clears throat> that John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, oh hello bit, yeah. which you haven't gotten to yet, but it's, I think one of the interviews that's the most transparent, it's super obvious that it's improv, and John, Nick Kroll almost has no jokes in it, because John Mulaney is so on fire, everyone is breaking the entire time, and John Mulaney is just riffing for like 30 minutes. Oh, like, now I, now I want to watch that again. You should watch it. Because even just that clip, It's there's no structure to it. They completely strip away the cadence that this is like a talk show or even like a TV oh, uh, show so that's to, not... To answer your question, Alex, this episode came out on June 3rd, 2016. Oh, now you got, got it. Got it. Uh, got it. <laughs> just barely in 2016. Yeah, wise. so Nick Kroll, an amazing comedian and improv... Uh, he has almost no jokes because John Mulaney is on fucking fire just doing improv about an old man from New York. It's insane. I recommend all of our listeners just watch, even, like, if you're not going to watch anything, just watch that one interview bit. It's insane how much the rest of the show falls away just to watch John Mulaney tell old people jokes. And that's season five, episode two, for those listening. It's really Mm -hmm. good. Uh, you got anything else to uh, talk about? Um, Do you like the John Mulaney thing? I I thought it was fine. Yeah. I, I think a lot of this, like, I think a lot of the the 
comedians that just do characters. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little hit and miss. Like I, some of the comedians I didn't recognize just because yeah. I'm not super like I like right. I, these are I, I like amazing yeah. comedians. These are like more niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are all all the characters are usually people who have been on the podcast. Well, yeah, which I like. I don't mind if like if you're funny, you're funny. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if I recognize you. Totally. But I think it helps. At totally, least, like, yeah. if you're doing a character, it's like, oh, it's that guy doing mm-hmm. a character. Right. Oh, it's oh, it's some guy I don't know doing a character. Yeah. But you feel like, like they're not in on the joke. Yeah. yeah. The they... publicist was... Oh, my God. Rodney yeah. Weber is one of what you guys thought about the publicist. Oh, I, I did like that. Yeah, I he liked is, it. He... One of my favorite comedians ever. I don't ben like Schwartz. his character on Comedy Bang. Really? I, I, I like that character. Because, because he was essentially... What was the character's name from Parks and Rec? John Ralphio. John Ralphio. Oh, he was essentially the same character. Yeah, and it's the same thing. I, well, I, I like yeah, Ben, ben Schwartz, when he's doing like a character, when he's not doing like himself, mm-hmm. is always the same character. And I'm totally yeah. Yeah. fine with that. He's so funny that he can do one thing and it's perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all um, he can only do. Well, that. A mutual right, friend think, of ours. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure I recognize the voice as the same guy. But he was also a character on BoJack. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah, he was yeah. the rabbit guy yeah. who is the same character. Exactly. And yeah. like, yeah, I thought, got like, I, I recognized the voice and I'm like, oh, he's doing that. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's... I mean, you loved it. I get it. I mean, it's an amazing show. You loved it. I get it. You loved I, it except for the parts that you thought were shit. Which yes. I get. Which were actually good. I, so, I, 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 you're going to drop was, anime and uh, just it, watch it was, comedy all the time. It was, very, it was a very 50-50 experience for comedy me. Comedy, career, career. I think I expected more out of it because, like, I think I think a lot of the stuff that, that you say is very funny. So I thought, like, mm. oh, like, Cam's sense oh. of humor, like, if this is Come that, on. then I'll enjoy it. But... I hold a lot yeah. of the garbage in. <laughs> this show does not. This show. Once, once I make a Twitter that my mom doesn't follow, I'm gonna be your least favorite comedian. <laughs> it felt very well, like, on oh, like your if, brand. If this, is, if yeah. this is something that like, uh, like uh, Cam is inspired by, then like maybe I'd enjoy it. Yeah, it has uh, a lot of the shit that we joke. I think I was hoping you would like it because a lot of the shit that we personally, Alex and I, joke about. Is terrible. Yes. It's garbage. It's nobody should. But when like you're it. in on it, it's funny. When you're watching yeah. it, it's right. like, yeah, it's, oh, it's and I'm missing dumb. something. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it feels like a bunch of people took their inside jokes and were like, yeah, millions of people should watch this, which oh, is like millions which of people is don't watch our podcast. <laughs> yeah. By the way, sometimes I'll I'll read back our conversations on Discord, garbage. and I'll be like. Would this make any sense to literally? We should any be charged person? American dollars for yeah. saying this. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've said "nibba" with the big B. That's not even. That's not even. Or that like niche. when that's somebody a... was like, uh, "So this is a, a really specific joke to this group of people." When something bad happens, and I say "Rio," it doesn't mean anything to anyone that's not sitting in this room it hardly right now. Means anything to us? Uh, yeah, it hardly means anything it, uh, to us. It means river in uh, Spanish. <laughs> um, real quick, Alex, what was your favorite uh, band member? Band um, I I liked Weird Al. Yeah, I, I thought he yeah. was very good. He you fits know, the show. I, I've, I've kind of always been a yeah. I've always been kind of a fan of him, and I think it, he fits so well yeah. for this particular role. It's you insane. guys kind of touched on it, but it's like everything he does well is something that you need to do for being a band leader on this show. Yeah, it's amazing. He was born to play this, and he was on the podcast. He's amazing on the podcast, and he just does what he's doing on this show. Yeah, which proves that a lot of it was. I think. Uh, improv. Um, I think Nick mentioned it, but he just commits to whatever oh, whatever yeah. bullshit they have cool. him do he does it and 
like gives it a hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right, George, what do you got? So, uh, I genuinely did like the show, and it, it like grew on me progressively because the first episode started. And the first bit did get me, but I was still like, this show fucking sucks. This and that, <laughs> show, the first, I mean, spoiler alert. I, I did want to mention that. I, I think the first episode was kind of lame. The first episode so is my favorite one that I watched. <laughs> I, Aside from George's pick, I think George miraculously picked one of the greatest episodes. George's dad big right now. I was one of the howling. greatest episodes he was racial profiling of me. this show. Um... Uh, real quick, he picked season three, episode two, with Craig Robinson, which has the best sketch the show has ever done, a teardown. <laughs> Where Scott, <laughs> our parents watch a lot of HGTV uh, because our mom is a realtor. And because she was on the sh- on House on Hunters at one point. Yeah. 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 There's cool. no so, way we haven't brought up this I, I have not I've ever. seen the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I eat a burger. Coming off of that, one of the reasons Taco I actually really enjoyed this show is because I believed it has the essence of comedy, misdirection. Mm. So, it, again, like as you guys are saying, you think you're going to see this thing, then you're like, oh, no, they're not going to do that thing. And, well, that's basically, it's misdirection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that makes it great because uh, the first bit, I still laughed at and I still thought it was dumb, but I loved it. And it was, the they're interviewing Zach Galifianakis, who, you know, actor from... The movie The Hangover. Mm-hmm. So, also on the pilot oh, episode. Also, yeah. Yeah. One of the best jokes in yeah. the whole series is uh. Scott, they're about to, he's like, oh man, we're introducing an actor from yeah. The Hangover. Yeah. I got my sunglasses on. Crazy night last night. I bought these sunglasses. I bought these Advil. Mm. Went to bed by nine. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they add little things to hype things up to make you really commit to being like, oh, I see where they're going with this. Because he says, oh, like I went out with my frat brothers. They're like, yeah. oh. And Reggie's like hyping up. He's like, oh, sounds wild. Sounds wild. And he's like, yeah, we went to the store. We got these sunglasses. Reggie's like, oh, okay. All right. And then <laughs> they said, yeah, same store. We got these uh, these Advils. And we're in, in bed by nine. Yeah. It was pretty <laughs> nice. Um, and specifically it's in that bit, it's so bad, it's so, so dumb, it's so bad that it's good. And what Cam was talking about before with uh, the tear it down, yeah. So that bit, they also have little uh, salt and pepper bits inside there, where Scott constantly is asking the the husband, like, "Hey, what do you like? You like baseball?" He's asking him these things that make. It implies that they're going to put something in the place. They all but say, we will remodel this room to make it to your liking. <laughs> Which the people call up. They, they bring that back. They're like, you asked me if I like baseball. He's like, yeah, you know, you know, some conversation pieces. <laughs> it's great. I love, I love the bits. And I also, I did, I loved every episode. I was surprised I loved every episode. I went in here. Because Cam said it was really polarizing, I was like, I'm probably going to fucking hate this shit. I had <laughs> hoped someone had... I'm glad Alex has some minor negative opinions. Uh, well, oh, no, it all sucks. Oh, yeah, it's really <laughs> bad. Real quick, I want to read my notes on this episode. Um, a teardown. A man's grave. Pray boy. A man's grave. Man's grave. Man's grave. Man's grave. <laughs> man's grave. <laughs> Repetition in comedy. Man's grave. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many dumb bits that also reminded me, uh, like you were saying... 
it reminds me of you and Alex. And yeah. <laughs> there are certain things like what Michael Sarah said, where oh uh, they're talking about... Uh, <laughs> Michael Sarah with an H. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's talking about promoting awareness. And Scott goes, oh, awareness about oh what? God. Oh, I'm promoting just awareness in general. <laughs> I think that was one of my favorite I loved it. And that made like, me that think of dumb. Cam. That immediately made yeah. me think of Cam. <laughs> was like, that I'm is something honored. Cam Michael Sarah is a perfect guest for this show in that his comedy is anti-comedy. Even it's in, true. like... Um, Scott Pilgrim or like super bad. His yeah. joke is that his character is a wiener and like you're yeah. supposed to not like this character. Yeah. Like <laughs> he has been doing anti comedy since anti comedy existed. He was great though. I loved yeah. it. I loved all of his bits. I did like Kid Cudi, although I agree that the other band leaders were better. But I was so impressed by Kid Cudi. You're like, just supposed to say, "Oh my god!" Yeah, Kid oh my Cudi god, doing Kid Cudi. And, and again, well, like, and he was doing it. I thought he was doing it pretty well because yeah, yeah, he oozes charisma. That was yes, like he's I gorgeous. Was, he's he handsome. is pretty handsome. He's a uh, fun fact for our listeners. He's also named Scott. He's Scott Miscuddy. So that's dope. it's Scott and Scott on the set. And Scott tweeted multiple times about this fucking sucks on set. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody's yeah. named Scott. That. Going to uh, how Scott hated Kid Cudi uh, within the episode, there was more like bits of mis- misdirection because Scott's going in about how much he hates Kid Cudi mm-hmm. to uh, one of the uh, 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 one of the guys that works in the background, and uh, the guys that the guys he's talking to is looking at him, shaking his head like, "Uh oh, yeah, he's right side. Yeah, he's." He's right behind me, isn't he? And he goes, no, he's not. We just really don't like you talking about him like that way. It's so It's good. just not a joke. Like, that's why it's so good. Like, yeah. You're being really mean and yeah. we want you to stop. Yes, that's exactly what he says, <laughs> actually. The PA. And the yeah, thing, like, that's what makes it good is it, it, like what Cam said, it punishes you for watching it. <laughs> and I love How that. dare you think there'd be a joke? You think that <laughs> yeah. this show is funny? No, you laugh at yourself because you're taking this show seriously. And that's what's great about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, Nick, you're about to say something. I, I was gonna say that um, it's the exact, <laughs> it's the exact kind of thing that this show does. Of it's like, uh, well, it's what you were saying. It's like, how dare you? How dare you think that yeah. there was gonna be a joke here? Mm-hmm. It's people that have watched people that have watched every TV show wrote this. And they're yeah. like, this uh-huh. is something I've seen a million yeah, times. It's, yep. So what if we did this? That's Except so not good about what it is. It's like, oh, I've seen all those jokes already. I can't do that joke. That's a subversion of another joke. Yeah. I have to subvert that joke on end. Like, another thing, I highly recommend anyone who listening to this who wants to watch Comedy Big Bang Theory, it's season <laughs> three, episode two, with Craig Robinson, hmm. who oh. you might know from The Office. George mentioned he's watching this episode, and I immediately remembered a really funny bit they do on this episode where... They talk about, oh, oh, you're on The Office where they do those funny camera zoom things. Yep. It's like, oh, can we do one of those for me? This is Scott talking. He's like, oh, uh, you know, oh, man, I mean, I bet Kid Cudi would like that. It's like, okay, now zoom in on me and I'll make a face. And he makes a face and they don't zoom in on him. <laughs> and then they cut to Craig Robinson and he's like... He does a face, and they zoom in. They do the office thing. What's great is they <laughs> lead up face. on that. They, yeah. they lead up to that by... Um, Craig is like, no, no. So yeah, well, Scott says, hey, yeah, do the face, do the face, and then we'll do the zoom in. And then uh, 
excuse me, Craig is like, oh, yeah, you have to set me up for it. He's like, okay, should I say something stupid? Yeah, yeah. say something stupid. And I forgot exactly who he says, but he just says something dumb. And then uh, they zoom in on Craig's face. And then every time Scott says anything, they don't say, they don't zoom in on Scott. And then they zoom in on Craig's face again, implying <laughs> that everything Scott says is stupid. Yeah, and then and they're like, oh, I guess you have to be in the office to get the zoom in. And then they, and then zoom, they in zoom in on Reggie's face. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> they actively hate the host. They hate you. And okay, so well, the, the host actively hates everybody else. Oh, that yeah, is I like that Scott is so hated in this show because he's actively like a really good force in comedy. Like, yeah. this show for our <clears throat> SJW listeners, <laughs> it's um, it features a lot of female comedy writers, a very good, diverse cast of writers. Oh. Mud diversity. It's dude. just really nice that this show is so dumb and shitty, but they also value, you know, work in the comedy writing industry. Um, one last thing that they do on this episode, I'm sorry I'm talking so much about George episode, yeah, but it's... he picked one of the best episodes of this show. <laughs> it's so good. They The celebrity guest is Bob Odenkirk, the star of yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I should have watched that episode. Yeah, Mr. Show, I recommend you do, because they do a bit that's kind of, it's extremely, I'm it takes underselling to it to say it's extremely dumb. Yeah. It's really, really dumb. Bob Odenkirk and Tim Robinson, and they're an old comedy duo who do, like, vaudevillian comedy bits <laughs> that totally fucking garbage comedy bits. But it's these amazing famous people, and um, you're supposed to think that one of them is dead the whole time? Yeah, one of them is supposed to be a ghost, and then they end up switching it up, and the one that is playing the live person ends up being the ghost. Yeah. And he's supposedly actually a ghost. They go, yeah, yeah, see, he's, no, he's actually dead. If you, if you play back the cameras, they show the cameras and they show the entire bit, except it's without one of them being there because he's actually a ghost. Alex, and, you would really like this because they do a bunch of fucking Disneyland haunted mansion shit. Yes. Where they're like, oh, this guy's a ghost and they like flash the lights and like wow. this guy's like disappearing in front of you. I should have watched that one. It's so bad. It's one so of the, good. In a, Again, I like little, just little dumb offhanded comments like the, like the Michael Sarah, like, oh, I'm promoting awareness. Oh, awareness in general. Stuff like that gets me, gets me really going, really bakes my beans. And, uh, it activates your almonds. Yes. (laughs) There's a part where they ask like, oh, how did he die? And they say, oh, he smoked a cigarette. When he was 18. (laughs) Yeah, when he was 18. 30 years ago. (laughs) But it lingered and and, and eventually it got him. So dumb and it's so funny. So stupid. Yeah, stuff was gonna take forever. <laughs> it is dumb. Because I was worried about this becoming the show where we repeat comedy bang bang jokes, but then I made it into the show. But I repeat <laughs> comedy bang bang. Well, it's They're just like so good, something they read into the show. You, you, you become. You become. I, yeah. you I hope our listeners watched. Uh, but well, it's, it's on Netflix. I mean, yeah, it's on Netflix. You can watch it anytime. They're twenty minute episodes. You can see a celebrity you like. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just fast forward through the whole thing. Just skip know. the whole. Like, honestly, um, one thing I really quick want to talk about is, as a huge, ama- like, huge fan of this show, I don't love the sketches. I wish it was more interview of the celebrity, yeah. less sketches. Like, I like the interview of the fake celebrity comic, mm-hmm. you know, improviser, but. 
I like the celebrity interviews more than the sketches and the improvisers. It's great when yeah. you can tell how uncomfortable the celebrity guest oh, is. Oh, I, yeah, I, I love it that. so like, much. They, they kind of get pushed to the side for a while sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If you go on Tumblr and you it. search Comedy Bang Bang, you get a lot of Joe Jonas being on Comedy Bang Bang, and yeah. they're like, Ha ha ha! <laughs> I like Joe Jonas, but uh, what the fuck is the rest of the show? But anyway, I fucking love this show. It's on my top five, maybe even top three. Comedy Bang Bang, I think the show is more accessible than the podcast to listen to the wow. podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't like the show, <laughs> maybe don't listen. The podcast is more real. You'll get more real interviews, but it's still... You also get more improv. Like, it's all... It's Yeah, yeah. they'll have a comedian on. They'll play a character. They'll do improv for, like, an hour. Yeah. This show, you only have to put up with their bullshit for 20 minutes. Yeah. But it's still a lot of the same bullshit. If you like listening to celebrities talk, I check out the podcast. They have a lot of amazing people on... John Hamm, uh, Kevin know, just, Bacon is on one of Kevin the episodes. Kevin Bacon is on one We've of the episodes. Ham and Bacon, Ham and Bacon are <laughs> or on maybe this show. even pork. Yeah, John Pork is on this shit. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's so amazing. It's great, yeah. but we'll move on. We're gonna um, do. We're gonna do uh, things that are similar to this show. Obviously, the podcast. Um, that's like if you yeah, don't check watch out the, the show podcast. or you really like the show, start it. Don't. You don't even have to finish it. Like, I started the podcast, I was like, oh, I like Donald Glover. He's on one episode. Oh, I missed it. Oh, wait, Not a great episode podcast, of the podcast. Oh, yeah. okay. Not a great episode of the podcast, but it's interesting to get you into the flow of the podcast. You got yeah. John Hamm, yeah. like we mentioned. We talked yeah. about Weird Al being on the show. Episodes where Weird Al is on the podcast are amazing. Thomas They're... Middleditch, Paul F. Tompkins, um, who else is super famous? Edgar Wright is on the podcast. Edgar Wright and John is on Hamm, an amazing Edgar Wright episode. and John Hamm are on the same episode, and it's really funny. Edgar Allan Poe, I've heard he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's on. He's dead, though. Uh, there's a joke. It's a little dark. What... One of the comedians plays a, a John Lennon a, as a character, horribly. and it's really, really funny. The joke is that he's so out of character the whole time. <laughs> it's really funny. But um, I recommend it. Um, Eric Andre's show, I recommend. Space um, Coast Coast oh, to Coast, I'm going to recommend as well. Space oh, yeah. Coast Coast Coast, another interview show making fun of talk shows. And that goes completely and off the rails and is also animated. Yeah. Right. One that has it's almost the same writers animated, is um, The Birthday Boys, a sketch show, which I almost did for my episode. It's a super good sketch show that's all about um, uh, subverting your expectations. Like, they have a, one sketch they do is, like, how to golf. And you'd think it'd be all about bad tips about to golf, right? But they do, like, when you golf, make sure you hit the ball and it goes into the hole. Just get a hole in one. And then the guy will be like, watch. And he hits a hole in one. He's like, just do that. (laughs) Oh, baseball. Well, what you want to do is hit a home or run because that gets you points. And then the player pitches and he hits it and it's like a home and run. He's like, See, when you hit a home and run, oh, it scores you home. points. Do they say home and run? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm just bad at sports. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, next week we're doing George. George is doing George a movie. George is doing a movie. Yep. Since no one responded about our last PCAST, we have yeah, nothing to talk about. Yeah, or no one responded about. in time anyway. Send us a fucking email. Send us an email. That is please don't cast at... Please email at email.don't.com. Next person email us a picture of Acorn gets to be shouted out on the podcast. Yeah, last email we got was from a bot, so I do appreciate that. Bot, look, 
We'll have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, Bot send you a Word document about their critique of the show? Bart yeah. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> All right. So next week, we're doing the 2011 Indonesian film, oh, The Raid. Uh, or I'm in America, The well, Raid Redemption. Like so it's essentially it's just uh, Raid a martial arts. Yeah, it's we're watching the Raid Dave Redemption. Uh, the sequel's coming out later on this year, mm-hmm. uh, but no, it's the Raid Redemption. Uh, and you mean the Raid? Just the Raid? The first well, one? in America, I think Mars, it's the Raid Redemption. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's we're watching the first Mars. one. Okay, um, but they added a sequel. A sequel. <laughs> right, shut up. We can't do this. <laughs> there is a sequel. There is a sequel. But we're watching the first Raid movie called The Raid or The Raid Redemption. Uh, it's a martial arts film, Indonesian martial arts film. I grew up watching like kung fu movies, so it's near and dear to my heart, especially because I think people should appreciate the action sequences. I don't know about the rest of the film, but um, yeah, no, we're, that's what we're watching next. I'm yeah. really excited about it. Yeah. I'm really excited for you guys to watch it because I don't think you guys really watched martial arts films growing it up. It fits in a hard sell theme in, in that a lot of us, I mean, uh, more than 50% of us watch anime, which is usually Gross. better subbed than dubbed, as I hear on the uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. anime okay, so, forums. But, like, it's one of those things where to convince, like, let's say, a per- Johnny off the street about, oh, like, Johnny oh, on the block. watch this watch this movie. Uh, it's like, like a movie. Oh, it, it's, a, it's a foreign film. Uh, you're going to have to read all the dialogue, and it's mostly action, and the plot's really weird. If you were going to do a super hard sell, I'm surprised you didn't pick Old Boy, because that one is like... Oh, no. That, that, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, too much yeah. for even you, where the plot gets into some serious, like, oh, man, I don't know if I should be disgusted by this or not. You should yeah. be disgusted. You should. By you should. It, no- all right. So I hope you enjoyed. This is Please Don't Listen to This. Your Life Depends on It. This has been uh, Cam Zep Comedy Bang Bang, and we hope you've enjoyed it. Bobby Next bam, week bam. is The Raid. Bye. 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 Please don't come back. Hit it, baby. Oh. how every time you go to McDonald's they charge you a dollar fifty for a soda? <laughs> well, did you know that if you hang on to that soda cup and you bring it back with you every time you go to McDonald's, you can have all the free soda you can drink. I reuse McDonald's cups, yeah. I don't ever pay for soda. I'm talking infinite refills of fountain soda, yeah. Fanta and box root beer, two sodas for the price of one. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the cup gets moldy, but I wash it out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. What can I ask? What is what is that on your suit? Oh, uh, I am returning this suit uh, after the show. Good so for please you. Don't touch it. This couch isn't dirty, right? I'm, uh, well, no. Scott's been sitting on.